Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Legion 99 podcast, your source for the latest tactics, news, battle reports, hobby talk, and general Legion chatter. All right, welcome back to the Legion 99 podcast. I'm Nick. I'm here with my usual counterparts, Mike and Keegan. We're also joined today with Preston, also known as Zodiac on the Discord, and Tim Hannon from the Stabcast. And this is our post-LVO wrap-up show. Hello, everybody. How's it going? Good. Glad to be here. Back-to-back five-man boots, so this will be interesting. Yeah, Yeah, there's so many people. (laughs) Yeah, if you missed it somehow, uh, our last episode we dropped was uh, our interview with uh, the Wills from AMG. Um, Apologies, uh, my internet kept dropping out, so that's why I really wasn't there. (laughs) You were there in spirit and for the first 15 minutes and in (laughs) tiny little six-second clips that got recorded somehow. Yeah, I think my internet's (laughs) fixed, though. I think it's fine now. We'll see. I hope I so. We'll I don't want to do that again. We'll find out today <laughs> on Legion 99. <laughs> All right. Uh, so how's everybody doing? Everybody's like done with their post LVO hangover. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm I'm back to the levels of sleep that I'm normally accustomed to for with five year olds as opposed to uh, without five year olds, but in Vegas with you guys. So. Uh, Mike, how was your nap close. today? Yeah, I'm rested uh, a little. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mike and I had a great nap. You know, that's. Just great. <laughs> <laughs> I only I got like up like an got... hour before we started here. I feel like I got more sleep in Vegas than I did at home. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that, I guess. Yeah, I probably would have if I hadn't gone uh, wandering uh, to to recover craps losses at four hours of nights. So. That was I my saw favorite. I the booth the next day. It was rough looking. You, oh, you, yeah. I was like, oh, Keegan was up all yeah. night. Okay. Yeah, I asked him to come yeah. to the hall for something, and he looked awful. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I was I was up till six playing craps. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we talk, we'll talk about that in LVO experiences. We, we've got to say that. We've got a pretty jam-packed episode this week. Um, we're going to talk very briefly about the, uh, the interview that we did. We've got a number of events to promote and talk about because Legion's tournament circuit has really kicked up and there's an event like every three weeks, which is amazing. Uh, Preston is here to talk about Ladder League as well as some LVO recaps. And then we're going to do a brief prediction on what we think we're going to see at Cherokee and Canto Bite after the LVO showings. Yeah. So it's probably going to be a little bit of a longer episode, but hopefully it'll be entertaining. We've got to keep up with the two-hour stab cast. You know. <laughs> We have one here time, with us, so he can show us how to do it right. Uh, no, every time I see that that go like we go past like the hour and seventy five or hour uh, forty five rather, I'm just like, ooh, I'm like oh, come on, time gotta to go. Up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm yeah. done, I'm tired. Uh, <laughs> yeah, see, whenever you me. see that time tick off, you mentally know, oh, this is another episode Keegan's not going to listen to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can listen in the cast, and like you'll see, you'll hear me slowly go away more and more. It's because I just got bored of our own show. So. <laughs> I I listen to them. I listen to the podcast while I'm painting usually so i don't mind the long ones it's like you know it's yeah. fine oh, yeah, it's cool. when they start talking about other games that i like i'm like oh, uh, 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 no <laughs> it was one time it was yeah. one time so far <laughs> all right so moving on from our legion 99 review staff cast segment <laughs> <laughs> never be returned what is our what, what is our what is our first topic releases so, yeah our first which are none None. We've never released it coming. So we don't have any spoilers for new units. Hopefully we'll get some more Shadow Collective info at Adepticon, which yeah. has kind of been kind of been hinted throughout the past couple of months. So hopefully we get full spoilers at Adepticon and then like a Gen Con release and right. kind of keep it like we did for Clone Wars. That would be great. We have some cool teasers on our uh, our special episode with uh, Will and Will. So did, the, we can uh, save save people some time if they uh you know got started yeah. and missed a topic. If you're I only interested oh good. Oh, I'm just like how often uh, 
in the recent past have we been in a spot with Legion where we have all pending released units like in our hands, major <laughs> yeah. tournaments going on. Nice. People can actually true. like dissolve the meta mm-hmm. without yeah, yeah. thinking about what's coming out in the future. It's true. Mm-hmm. This yeah. might actually be the first time because the last time that we had everything out and not spoiled was we had just gotten the commandos and the strike team. We got the original, the original strike teams like way back in the day when Han dropped. And then there was mm-hmm. that like month period before we got the Palpatine and Chewie spoilers. Yeah. And this is like, all that we had and i don't think we've had this state since then yeah you're probably right and it's funny too like yeah right it's funny too because like with all the events kicking back up and everything like we'll talk about you kind of almost don't notice that there's no spoiler like there's nothing like teased right now because i'm like i'm good like there's so much stuff right now there's so many options right now like all right cool that's fine we'll get it when we get it i I also think that go ahead I also think the meta, like the the game, is big enough that even without new spoilers, there's still like undiscovered parts of the game. Like oh, things yeah. are things are being learned with with yes. a static list of units and upgrades, and I think that's still going to happen for a few months. So, <laughs> you're you just trying to make you're just trying to yeah. make me and, my, <laughs> and me and you feel better because we want to run uh, RTs. Like, like, we can't. We we we, oh, we, gosh, came up, we came up with that, uh, <laughs> we came up with that. We came up with that that synergy of the Tims last night. Uh, and I'm uh, how do we make RTs and yeah. ISPs work together? What yeah. if we had triple RTs yeah. and double ISP? They look pretty on the shelf next to each other. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not oh, on yeah, board of the double ISP, but I, I am, I am excited about the possibility of, of just making a whole bunch of circles on the, on the map un, unaccessible to everyone else. <laughs> But I agree, though. Yeah, it's an, it's nice. It's a good spot to be. I, in. Yeah. I'm just getting to my own Wookiees, and, like, I can't wait to play Wookiees again. And, like, I decided to, like, uh, getting rid of the old Wookiees and just buying all new ones because they're so nice. And, yeah, they are nice. Um, but cool. it's, it's like, I can't wait to play them because I've been playing so much Magna Guard, so much, so much CIS stuff. Get back to Rebels again. Maybe play Yoda a little bit if I feel really <laughs> evil. Who knows? <laughs> So just to kind of recap some of the spoilers that we did have before we close the segment, um, we've got all but confirmation that Shadow Collective Mandos are on the way. Um, we got some art teasers back at the mini, mini Stravaganza 2, was yep. it? Yeah. Um, yeah. But they did say that they're coming. Uh, Ewoks are all but confirmed as well to my sincere Ewoks pleasure. Are, Ewoks are hard confirmed. Who on this podcast is pro-Ewok and who is anti-Ewok? Pro-Ewok. I'm pro-Ewok. Yes. Uh, I, th- I think I think I, I think they're going to be cha- I think they're going to be chaos inducing yeah. and, uh, and 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 they're going to be incredibly yeah. divisive. We heard that they're already divisive within the AMG office, but I also think they're an essential part of Star Wars. So. I think it's either a love it or a hate it, and it's not. Yeah. There's no middle ground to Ewoks, and I love yeah. that. We all know they shouldn't have existed. We all know they were meant to be Wookies, and they just they were. Be all right, <laughs> they Preston, are you a good guy or a bad guy here? Where you sit on this? Whoa, 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 whoa. Look right up the labels on it now. Hold on. <laughs> I'll say uh, I will never play them because I don't own Rebels. Okay, but okay. I, I don't really think I have an opinion so one way guy. or the other. Interesting. <laughs> if Rebels want to get some funny stuff to play with, sure. As long as I get Gungans eventually. There. You, okay. Oh. So. Yep. And then... as I as I commented, <laughs> as long as I can run a flamethrower into them, we'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Tim and I are working on an army that you could bring a flamethrower to. That's right, yeah. <laughs> what if I told you there was like a chicken walker you could attach a flamethrower to? It's great. I'll stick to my dinosaurs. <laughs> uh, all right. And also, the, uh, the we got a little bit 
I wouldn't say details, but a little more conversation about battle forces and the the hint of there's going to be uh, in the uh, Blizzard Force uh, an entirely new type of stormtrooper unit coming. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yes, I'm excited for that. I want to yeah. hear it. I want to see it. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I really, I really am excited about the Battle Forces concept, especially after talking to them uh, last week, because it's it's not a replacement for factions. It's going to be an additive thing. I think it's going to bring some really exciting yeah. flavor to it. It is and something they, that they talked about a lot. That yeah. was, they've got a little bit of um, precedent as well in like Imperial Assault, because there was like multiple kinds of stormtroopers, and oh, you cool. had like different le- ranks and levels. Like there were regulars and elites. Oh, so nice, nice. there's like different things that they can definitely like look to do per se. So they've yeah. got some flexibility, and we'll see if it sticks within the battle force or if it's just a new unit debuting with it. Oh yeah, yeah. And I like that they were talking about how you're gonna you're gonna have to balance about you know do you bring a battle force or do you not because that's gonna affect not just the units within the force but everything around them as well, mm-hmm. which is cool. Because yeah. um, I was definitely had some questions about like is this is this something that we'll even see on the competitive side. Mm-hmm. Or is it just something that's like special only, like small yeah. event only? So I'm glad that we can at least have the option, even if it, whether it's good or bad, I don't really care. Like but just being <laughs> able to have the option in there of like, yeah. okay, we can throw this in here. And uh, I know you have to plan around the battle force, but that's okay. Yeah, it, totally. It just makes it interesting. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. it's a, God, I hope it's a courage Two stormtrooper unit. Cause That'd Lord be cool. knows, oh, they Lord knows we need that courage Two stormtrooper. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Now I'm excited about perhaps a Courage 2 vet. <laughs> mm, no, we don't need that. No, no deal. No deal. Shut That's it what down. Danger sends. Do it. <laughs> That's, your Ewoks can be Courage 2. How about that? <laughs> Ewoks are going to be Courage Infinite. Right. What are you talking about? <laughs> they are I mean, the they bravest of are. teddy bears. Yeah. All right. Tim, you want to talk about Cherokee a little bit? Since <laughs> you're done with it? <laughs> yes. So that's the that's the next big uh, FLG event coming up, right? Is Cherokee? Yeah, Cherokee event. Open yeah. is going to be at the end of this month, so you still have time. We're we're, we're not. Uh, it's not too late. It is February twenty fifth to the twenty seventh. It is in Cherokee, North Carolina, and there is a there's only one casino there, so you can't miss it. But it's, uh, <laughs> it's Cherokee Casino. Um, if you do book it, I will say you can find it all on the Discord. There's a channel for it. You can also find it on FLG's website. Um, if you do book it, please be sure to book it, your room rather, through the uh, FLG site and through the packet because the room rate is way better than what it is without the special rate because um, it can be a little pricey because there, there's not a whole lot of competition around there. Um, but yeah, so it's there uh, airport wise. It is kind of like tucking the mountains. So just be aware. That <laughs> I've seen like f- the overhead shot of the resort and it's like surrounded yeah. by trees. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like, so you, you might, you might be gambling next to some black bears that are just you like probably are going to, you're probably going to run into, into some Ewoks on the way there. Is <laughs> yes. Entirely possible. Uh, that's just Brett, but running through the forest. But, yeah, so. <laughs> but I met Brett this weekend. Yeah, yeah. See, so once you meet him, it changes everything. Like, oh yeah, that's fair. That, that's fair. Uh, he he started wandering in Vegas, and he just wandered all the way back to Cherokee. <laughs> but yeah, airport wise, you probably want to fly into either Knoxville uh, or I think there's also maybe Asheville has its own I airport. Asheville I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I think Ryan Knoxville. mentioned that to me too. Yeah, yeah. yeah Knoxville Airport is only going to be about. Or an hour and a half, two hours away, something like that. So it's not terrible. Um, so it's a little tucked away, but it's gorgeous up there. I will say that some of those views are spectacular. Uh, it is actually quite nice to bring the family too, because there's lots of 
hiking might be a little bit cold for hiking, but you know, hiking and tons of attractions that are only like hour and a half away. So yeah. cross country skiing if there's snow. Uh, yeah, there are, there are mountains up there that will either have snow or will pipe in snow and make snow. So. <laughs> yeah, I'll and be at Cherokee. Cherokee. You're going as well, right? Yeah, I'll be running the nice. bounty boards oh, right. at Cherokee. Yes. Awesome. We'll have to I'm set up some that. bounties since we can't go. We'll have to work that out. Yeah, there were some, there were some More. great ones. I'm glad to see that uh, back. And I love this. I love this. Uh, what, what's he calling him? The bounty, not commissioner. Magistrate. Magistrate. Magistrate, like yeah. Magistrate system that. to keep it going at, at all the events. Nick, I'm going to put a bounty out on you, like a, a literal bounty, and then like you have to collect it at at Cherokee, where they bring you in. Like, well, oh, you okay, wanted you here, so no, no, like I'm not. That's, I'm not threatening to kill you on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, you were. I'm like, who would ever do that? If I, I don't even play. No, no, no. I'm just. I just want to see you. I mean, if dead I was, or alive. If I was threatening to kill you on a podcast, <laughs> it would sound cold. just like that. But I'm not. But I'm not. <laughs> if I were, it probably would sound very similar. I am so sad. So I tried. I tried to get some time off to go to Cherokee, and yeah. I literally went to grab a request off form at work on uh, Wednesday when I got back, and they were like, "If that's for February or March." Don't even bother. <laughs> it's real bad. Hashtag <laughs> like, Legion life. Like, I think they lost another full-time employee, <laughs> like, while I was gone. It's uh, a, yeah, it's a hot mess there. It's like, they're like, no, sorry. It's like, yeah. okay. Cherokee will also be the first well, the first event that now features our FLG stash of tables, right? It is. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. We're very awesome. excited for that because we have, we have a good amount of tables locally because Ryan's around here and we all have some. And I some, don't have to stress um, as much. Yeah. yeah. It's not, we don't have to try and outsource, um, but yeah, so it'll be good. It'll be very exciting. We should get also we uh, have confirmed that we have some leftover LVO swag. So if you missed out on LVO stuff, there's a little bit left over that we can spread the love. We have we have some of our own like alt art that's coming out as well for I've different things. Some spoilers, so they're pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah it's in the yeah that alt that alt art if it, that alt art from Nola is any uh is any indication. You guys you guys yeah definitely can work the alt art game. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same same kind of thing. Um, and then Canto Bites, I think a week before Cherokee, and I think they still have seats available for that too. They do. They're oh, down yeah. to, by the time this drops, there will probably only be eight or nine left because there was like 10 or 11 of today and they seem to yeah. be filling like one a day. So yeah. that'll be pretty full by the time that we come around. That's next uh, weekend, right? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Yes. Yes. I'm excited Valentine's to see the, Day uh... weekend, man. I'm gonna spend some <laughs> some spouse capital there. <laughs> Apparently, they have some like full, like entire day spot things there with the hotel, so you can probably swing it that way. I just want to do that. Forget the Legion. That's what, <laughs> go up there. Yeah, you can make your wife play Legion, and you'll go do that. That's right. Ooh, you'll probably probably do better the same me. record. Yeah, no, probably do better. <laughs> and then uh, Rocky Top Open is going to be the last weekend of May. Um, that's the same weekend as Legion by the Bay and the Bay Area Open, which is at KublaCon, yes. right? It is, yeah. So KublaCon is the greater event. Uh, Bay Area Open is the FLG participation in that oh, greater no. event. <laughs> I, I was like, I saw Tim's face. <laughs> he was like, shots fired. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, all right, here we go. <laughs> and Legion by the Bay will be the uh, Legion events uh, within that. We are going to have 800-point tournament. Uh, I think it's 32 people, maybe 64. Uh, and uh, we're, I know that we're also going to have a skirmish on the top cut, uh, and it will be the superior event to Rocky Top. So. Oh, <laughs> no, wait a minute. No, wait a minute. Turns, out, no. turns out Philly, Miami, and Knoxville are all going to Rocky Top, so I think that one's probably going to be better. 
yeah, no, this go. is definitely going to be a, a West Coast traveling uh, Legion versus East Coast traveling. I don't Legion, get to go to uh, either. Different. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's because two I, weeks later, there's Atlantic City open. I know, yeah. right? There you yeah. go. I'm excited. ACO time, yeah. baby. I got I back that- from LVO and uh, I was like, man, now I got to start thinking about ACO. <laughs> But, but you, I you don't say, have to think about twenty tables for ACO, right? Uh, well, that's, that's, if I want to, if I want to increase my numbers, which I plan on, then yeah, I yeah. need to have all the tables. So I'm planning on doing two sixty four uh, person heats that feed that's into awesome. a day three. So that's awesome. Uh, I, we, sh- I, I'm hoping to sell out. I would love to sell out. Um, I'm just gonna tell you that uh, as soon as that registration goes live i'll let everybody know and i'll let everybody know to register as soon as possible because the more registrants we get the more space we'll get essentially so it's kind of like a tug of war there um i'm also planning on running um uh some side events probably skirmish on saturday just because it requires less terrain and that way if anybody is playing on in the friday heat and they want to also play on saturday they will be welcome to do a little casual skirmish um Prize support will be dope. Um, working on tables. Uh, I've got a lot of stuff like <laughs> that I'm trying to like work out that I can do ahead of time. Uh, but like we're still in the early stages of that. So, but uh, and I very excited. I do, I do want to throw in just not to backtrack a little bit, but for Rocky Top. So it is just to clarify for those that don't know, it's in Knoxville, which is also mm-hmm. known as Rocky Top, Tennessee. Ha ha. Yeah. So it's in Knoxville, <laughs> May 27th, 29th. But it's. Uh, I've actually been really impressed with it because it is this local event that it's really just like one of our local Warhammer guys like put it yeah. on and it was like, oh, I want to do this. And it started last year in the middle of the pandemic. Yeah. Make sure I had a good turnout, but it wasn't actually in Knoxville. It was like a, one town over, but you mm. still call it Rocky Top. So this is our second one. And this one, because we're actually in Knoxville, has had like, there's an amazing level of local game store support. Like everyone, oh, every awesome. store in the area feels like it's supporting it. Um, and the more I look at the Discord channel, we're getting like lots of people coming in there. I was like, "Oh, like oh, we're getting we're getting a lot of people for this." <laughs> like, okay, that's so, what you um, wanted, right? <laughs> no, that's well, that's what I was gonna say. Like, if you can make it, please do because it really is encouraging for us and for the guy that put it on. Um, it's a great showing, not just for our local scene, but also for Legion as a whole. Of like, look at all these Legion people that came out of the yeah. woodwork yeah. for this little event that just started last year. Um, yeah, so, yeah. And, and, and kidding already. aside, I was really impressed by that showing last year. Uh, like you said, middle of the pandemic, yeah. you, you all put it, put that on. And it was, I think it was like one of the first, if not the first, like bigger live Legion events uh, yeah. since, since everything happened. So, yeah. So it's, yeah. I'm excited to see all the people like that are signed up to come in. So we're all pleasantly surprised by that. And you don't need a badge, by the way, it's, there's been yeah. some confusion on that. Just needed the Legion ticket that covers everything. But you know, I just wanted to plug it because it is that little like totally. mom and pop thing that we're starting up. So. Absolutely, <laughs> man. Absolutely. Absolutely. All about the events. Even though go, I don't go, I can't go play go. Legion, go play Legion somewhere Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you're on the East Coast or the West Coast, it's OK. We, we yeah. understand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if you're in the middle of the country, you have a choice to make and know that you'll be judged by it. Uh, <laughs> we'll understand you less. Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> Go ahead. we do uh, the last little thing in in two weeks. Uh, we're I think two weeks from the day we're dropping this. So on on Monday, February twenty first, the President's Day weekend, uh, I'm trying my hand at, at tournament organizer. Uh, we have a we have a really cool venue here in San Jose called Guildhouse, uh, and we've worked out. They're not usually open on Monday, but he's uh, he, he's working out a good exception for us. Um, Going to run a sixteen person event. Uh, their bar will be open at some point <laughs> through the event. Uh, fantastic drinks uh, available right in downtown San Jose. 
uh, come on out for it. Tickets are available. Uh, I've got the poster floated in a couple of different places. Um, uh, and prize support. Legion 99 is providing uh, door prizes. <gasps> Everyone is going to get a fantastic alt art C3PO, and we are. We already have. Uh, it's in my hands. <laughs> yeah, I gave him that. <laughs> Alt art, alt art, uh, C three PO and R two D two. Paint me like uh, one of your French girls. They're so good. <laughs> they're they're so, so, I've seen they're them. They're so, so good. good. <laughs> so everyone walks away with a pair of those, uh, a match pair of those out of the sixteen players, and uh, I'm also putting together a six up supply prize package uh, as well. You can you can put the cards together, and it has like it's the all one scene together. Because yeah. I had a couple of people asking me about that because there was I think Nick it was on your judge desk when you were judging. Um, and someone was asking, like, well, what's like we see C three PO posing? What's R two doing? I was like, put them together. I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing. Like, yeah. yeah, they're they're it's awesome. So good. Um, and let's see, there's something else about that. Uh, I don't know. Oh, oh, I am going to try to figure out how to stream uh, that as well. well nice. Yeah, they tend to do like esports, like Smash Brothers. They, and yeah, like that streaming, they're right? yeah, they're totally set up for that. So I just need to figure out how to integrate. Um, like legion table cameras <laughs> into their setup we'll if we stream we'll, we'll be streaming under the Guildhouse uh twitch channel so i'll, I'll get that That's information awesome. out though all right and then we have finally arrived to um i guess preston's own event uh preston you yeah. took over the ladder league from kingsley two seasons ago now right yes it was the end of season five like towards the end of season five is when i took the reins on the ladder league and now we're mid of season seven. So, yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. Like, um, we've, we've talked extensively in the past about like what YBTL is and what invader league does, but what can you tell us about ladder league? Like what separates that from, from the other ones? Yeah. If you had to compare ladder league to either invader league or Yavin base, it's that ladder league is pretty much always ongoing. Like, there's always a ladder league season uh, going on. Uh, my push for this current season is to move it to three le- three seasons a year. So uh, every four months will be a ladder league. Uh, and then when the ladder league ends, it's an ELO-based ladder. So nice. uh, Bushman has talked extensively about ELO and how that <laughs> works. So if you... Um, I'm not going to go like in the weeds with it, but... Uh, the top 16 players in the ladder league at the end of a season will compete in a single elimination uh, TTS tournament. And there's prizes for that if you're winner or runner-up. And this season, I've actually gotten a lot of support from the community. Uh, Bobby Sapphire has donated. Bees from the Discord has donated. And Keegan you also have helped out a lot. Oh yeah. And so we have monthly giveaways going on right now for like different, uh, it's basically whatever I feel like that month. (laughs) (laughs) That's the, that's the best part of TOing an event. Running an event is that you get to do whatever you want in the most most part. (laughs) Yeah. So like you don't have to win or lose to win like these monthly giveaways, just play games on ladder and ladder league, uh, isn't exclusive to TTS. Mm-hmm. So Ooh, like you and uh, your local game store, like you guys could have your own little community inside the ladder league and log your games every week on the ladder league. Yeah, the only like caveat that. for that is like, you wouldn't really participate in the tournament at the end if you don't play TTS. But I mean, you ladder league is what you make of it. 
if you want it to be like your competitive practice for all the major events, use Ladder League as a way to get competitive and try and play high rank people. Uh, if you want it to just be a way to track your games and like actually see your win loss ratio on a on a ladder, then use it for that. But I see a lot of people kind of stray away from it because they don't like the competitive aspect of it. And my my little stint is it doesn't have to be competitive if you don't want it to be. So is it more like free flowing in that it's not as much as a structured pod of players, but you basically just play whoever you'd like to. You have a ranking based on that. And then if you meet like X number of games, you get to qualify for that top 16. Yes. So if you join the ladder league, you're in the ladder. There's no pods. There's no uh, list locking, nothing like that. The only requirements is uh, to make the top 16 tournament, you have to have a minimum of five games played against at least four separate opponents. And that's basically it. I look at the ELO rankings and top 16. If they meet those wickets, then they'll be invited into the single elimination tournament. So how do you join? Is there um, is there like a separate Discord for it? Is there a website for it? There is a channel in the main Legion Discord where you can find the link to the ladder board. And you can, you can join mid-season, really. There's no requirement that you register at the beginning. You could join the day before ladder ends. Are you going to make the top 16? Probably not, but you can still join. <laughs> How many games can I get in a day? <laughs> I don't know. Eternal might be able to play four games in a day. But... <laughs> the name crossed my mind, and then I said, I'm not going to say that. Thanks, Mike. It's <laughs> not a dig. It's a fact. No, no he's, he's prolific. So this season we have, we had uh, around $300 in donated prize support, which awesome. almost rivals like Invader League. Yeah. So we've it's been giving out six up $20 gift cards left and right, like once a month. Hey, if you've played X number of games, you'll enter the drawing. If mm-hmm. you've played the last one, which was pr- pretty funny for Keegan, was if you had six or more games. Oh, yeah. So six yeah, up. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, I, did, I didn't even ask you to do that. That was, that was just perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Clever. I like it. Um, so what you mentioned that you can use it more of like as competitive practice, or you can kind of just test your metal against other players that you normally wouldn't get to play against. Um, what does the meta tend to look like for, for ladder league? Is this, is it as bleeding edges? Like some of the, the knockout major tournaments is it a little bit, a little bit less. Uh, I'll say the only real data I have for ladder lists are top cut lists. And that's because when you submit, a ladder game there's no requirement that you tell me what lists were played and i also don't really go in there and look at it (laughs) i like the idea that it can be as casual or competitive as you like want it to be essentially that's kind of like that's a real like nice draw for someone like me one of these days i'll pull the trigger and participate but like i always sign up and you don't know anything with it it's true and i know a few people that i talk to regularly who do participate so it would be a good like excuse to get in some more games with them so i tried yeah. for a season and i just i couldn't i kept forgetting to like add on to it or like i at that time it was everything was tts <laughs> and so i just didn't have time on tts on my end but it was a cool system i, I love the yeah. idea of it mm-hmm. and i think it's cool too especially for the tts games like because it's tts and you don't have to actually buy things like if someone wants to run i don't know like a double ats triple e web yeah like what like <laughs> you play those lists that you're like i yeah. can't financially 
or physically get this, <laughs> but I want to try this. I want to see if this is good and um, excellent for so te- yeah, cool. excellent for testing yeah. stuff that you might like. You know, yeah, like yeah. yeah. And I've used I've used the. It doesn't have to be, of course, like you said, but I've used the little bit more competitive and structured style of it to kind of filter for if if yeah. the fe- if the people I know uh, <laughs> that I want to play like my you know this group basically uh aren't available for a tts game i know i can go to ladder and, and probably get a decent game that i'm that i'm yeah. gonna like i'm gonna sharpen my sword against uh as, yeah. as opposed to just feel like i'm for sure i end up kind of teaching or wasting my time teaching yeah. is not wasting my time but i've got very limited time to play so if i'm trying to refine a list Ouch. Up, you heard it here first. Yeah. yeah we yeah. saw that beat of sweat dripping down keegan's breath like, oh yeah. wait a minute hold on yeah, I mean, yeah Keegan, no no teaching's fine teaching's yeah fine. i like i like i like teaching people i've just used up all of my emotional bandwidth on my kids by 8 30 in the morning so <laughs> i realized a long time ago i'm a horrible teacher at legion and so that I doesn't just, surprise like, me I, I'm just, I've tried. I've genuinely tried so hard. He's like, like, you do this. You just do this. Why don't you just do this? Oh, okay. Okay. Now, I'm not good at this. Ben, come here. Ben's the literal teacher. So I'm like, yeah, you do this. He sounds the most patient. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And if you're, if you're newer to Legion, I think it's one of the fastest ways aside from just watching game footage at yeah. sharpening your skills. Like if you just go to the Legion discord, go to the 800 point game finder for TTS and people are going to be looking for game and they'll specify ladder usually. Yeah. Uh, and just they, hop in they, with them and you're probably going to lose some games, but you're going to get really good at Legion and you're going to learn a lot of tricks. You'll see a high quality opponent post like every 45 minutes in that channel. So yeah. there, there's always yeah. somebody looking for one. How much time, because I know LVO is kind of blurred, um, my sense of time for, uh, for the Legions here. <laughs> How much time do we have left in this season before the uh, the top cut starts? Uh, the season ends end of May. Okay. So, so first four months of the on. year. Yeah, there's plenty of time to get at least five games in and meet the requisites for the top cut at the end. And yeah, we've seen think- some fun stuff where I think it was two seasons ago, maybe one season ago. I can't remember exactly, but all the uh, participants in the top 16 cut made a gentleman's agreement that it was going to be force users only. I remember that. I think that was was last season. It was the one just before the the double lat. Yeah, so that would have been two Two seasons seasons ago. ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just underlining Mike's point, uh, I just looked in the looking for game channel, and in one in one uh, screen view, I see Bobby Sapphire, Imperial Sympathizer, and Endless all looking for uh, ladder games. So you're gonna you're gonna get some some quality opponents who are also really like fun to play against. So, yep, so. thanks guys for letting me spread the word about ladder. I don't Absolutely. think I think. I think this season we have last time I checked around like 65 to 70 participants, which is the highest I've seen in quite some time with, uh, mm-hmm. with more in-person stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Speaking <clears throat> of in-person stuff, um, all five of us were out at LVO. Hell <gasps> yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. We thought, we thought we'd kind of do a recap. Um, since there's a lot of us that were there, we thought that we'd start with, the extracurriculars if you know if you had like a favorite memory or anything that we wanted to share there's there's a lot of fun things that happen at legion events especially multi-day ones and one of the big draws for a lot of the players is not just the games but actually getting to hang out with everybody because it's a good time 
Um, and then we we thought we'd go in and just kind of give like brief overviews for those of us who played. So like uh, Preston, Tim, and I all played in the in the main championships. Nick got to play in the doubles, and Keegan got to play in a booth. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, I got to, I got to imagine it in my mind. <laughs> yeah. Thought we kind of just go over how our how our games went, what we played against, and if we wanted to do any kind of battle reports, just keep it to one to two games so that we're not here for four hours. Um, Preston, since we're talking about ladder and moving into LVO, would you like to start with uh, kind of like what what went on for you? Uh, yeah, I'm just going to reference the notes so I don't get sidetracked. Uh, <laughs> extracurriculars, man. Honestly, I don't think I have any one moment that stood out as insane or like super fun, but just like the entire experience. And uh, I shared a room with Karma 5 and Zeus Juice, who are my oh, Yavin-based nice. teammates. Nice. And oh, we've nice. been... We've had our own little Discord team channel for it feels like almost two years now. Mm-hmm. And we've been those those guys have been like my I'm going to bounce lists off you. I'm going to play test with you. And then finally yeah. getting to like hang out and just <laughs> kind of be bros together. That was yeah. that was the highlight of the weekend for me. That's yeah. awesome. And Zeus is Canadian, right? So he had quite a trek to get there. It was actually a shorter trip than me because he's West Coast Canada. <laughs> <laughs> the other Canada. <laughs> I got a Karma came by the booth. I got a picture of him because one of our buildings has his name on it that uh, the Team Relentless guys designed. So. Yeah. Uh, like the general feel of LVO is just this overwhelming, like, I don't know how to word it, but like, it was just so hospitable. Like everyone was just so happy to be there and play Legion again. Uh, it was also the biggest U.S. Legion event to date, is what I heard, which is pretty insane. Yeah, yeah, so much Legion, which which is <laughs> funny because it didn't it beat the last LVO's record. Yep, wasn't By it? a lot. <laughs> it beat, yeah, L- beat its own record. Yeah, LVO's been LVO's been the one to beat and consistently beating itself. Uh, three events running, so. Uh, talking about my like gaming ex- uh, experience at LVO, I decided to throw caution to the wind and run everyone's favorite bounty hunter, Cad Bane. Nice. Oh, wow. I wasn't meant to be so, so, so wordful. That was meant to be so, so, like, since we, are, we already so. know you're a terrible teacher. So. It's funny. It's, it, what, what's even funnier is that he made day two. And yeah. Did not. I know. Yeah. Well, listen yeah. here. Listen, we don't get to think about yeah. these. Uh, <laughs> so I played, I played day one, all three games against Empire. Uh, so first game was against Kevin Connors. Uh, he was running Vader Krennic. Uh, we played Sabotage the Moisture Evaporators. Uh, basically, Cad died. Uh, he just <laughs> high orbital. <laughs> <laughs> he died on turn four. So orbital strike caught a uh, strike team, uh, killed them. And then it was a mad dash for his evaporators. He was blue player and he decided to send op Vader into two Magna guards and then Vader died. And that was basically a game that tends to yeah, happen. happen. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> you, you mentioned CAD Magna guards for anyone who um, I guess isn't familiar with you specifically. What, what else kind of filled out the list there? Yeah. So Magnas are stupid. Good. If you haven't been paying attention to the meta and I also love Cad Bane, so I figured CIS is in the best spot to try and fit him in. 
and Magna's and the rest of CIS are so good, I am honest to God convinced that you could run 650 points of CIS and win a game. <laughs> yeah, and maybe Cad could. contributes a little bit. Because the way I play yeah. Cad is he's really not involved for the first three rounds. So yeah. the first three rounds of the game, I'm playing with 650 points of droids. And so it's got Kraken, uh, two Magnas with situational tenacity and the rockets. Situational is the way to go, by the way. Into the fray is going to get you killed. Huh. Uh, I have four E5S B1s uh, with a PK in there. And then an E6DR HQ uplink B1 and a strike team. So 10x. Uh, I like it. I, I definitely learned from very, LVO very though, so <laughs> yeah, you you have B2s and I have CAD. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> stark difference. <laughs> just, just, just a little bit. Wait, so what was what was your bid out of curiosity? Uh, one point, and I was I had the choice to be blue player one time, and I chose red player. <laughs> okay, I respect that. Understand. Is that against your mindset? You're in that mindset. It was not. It was against actually Tom Patton. And the on day mm. two, and he ended up going to make top six. Oh, nice. That was my closest game of the, the entire weekend, though. That was insanely close. Uh, game two on day one, I played against Outrider Dan. He had some positioning decisions that I punished severely, and the dice did not bail him out in any way. And it ended up being a near table on key positions. Uh, he had one Stormtrooper leader and Op Vader left, and I had lost a single B1 activation. Uh, that was KP, so I won that. And then, so now, winning two games, I'm in day two, I'm exhausted, and I get the fortune to play against Technophobia on round three. And... I feel like it would have been a close game if the board was not open slash light cover for the entire like area that I had to cross to get to his evaporators. And so that was pretty decisively uh, a win for him. But going into day two, uh, round one for day two, I played against uh, Chris Walter. And he was running... Palpatine, three IRG, and some stormtroopers, and this okay. this was the best Ooh. table I could have ever hoped for for Cad Bane. <laughs> <laughs> which, which table uh, was it? Was yeah. It was the table with that huge like Endor style landing platform, and so Cad okay. can just sit up on that landing platform. Yep. Move, shoot, and then LOL. move back. He's completely out of line of sight while also contesting the back uh, intercept point. And Imperials LOL. don't get jump, so they just yeah, <laughs> not when they have no. Palpatine. Yeah, you don't get jump. Oh, no, we not. So, did you, were you able to get a bounty on Palp in that game? I did score bounty on Palp okay. that game. Ooh. Ooh. I figured if he's sitting up at the top there, you've got a pretty good chance for it. Yeah. I held Cad back until like turn three and then I popped him out with his Bane token and was just plinking at stormtroopers. It didn't really do a lot because he had a force barrier, but then Palp, he was just so down in activations. He had to play uh, Palp's one pip probably earlier than he would have liked to. And then he's sitting at Ooh. one wound and Cad just, yeah, you know, yeah. he just got to roll one blank at that point. 
Yeah, that happens. I did score bounty with Cad Bane two times out of six games at LBS. Oh, that's, that's impressive. That's a pretty good ratio, actually. Yeah. Yeah, what, was the other, what was the other list that you were able to bounty? Uh, it was Outrider Dan's Vader, Iden, and Inferno Squad slash ISF. And that, that was honestly just because it avalanched so bad that Cad could just hunt down his Imperial officer with like nothing to stop him. Yeah, I, I played against Dan round three, uh, so I feel bad that he had to go back to back against the oh. CIS mirrorless <laughs> that way. Oh, that's right. That can't have been a good, good, fun that's, ending to the day. Oh, there was a lot of the, I was gonna say that was a lot of the uh, the field was a lot of CIS out there though, so that's and they easy all enough had to have <laughs> So, so I'm feeling pretty good. I'm three and one at this point going into the second round of day two. And I get my first non-Empire list of the day, of, of the ah, weekend. There you and that, go. Was, that was against Tom Patton, who was running the Kraken. He, he was streamed on uh, Endless's yeah. channel. Yeah, he was he's running like double a... Spider, double Magna, Kraken B2s, and some B1s. Yeah. I felt good. Uh, about the matchup, I did not feel good about the terrain. Just I yeah. didn't have, I didn't have very optimal positions to put CAD. Uh, ended up losing a strike team way earlier than I wanted to from a, a an ion spider. That it, it took two shots to kill it, but like in hindsight, that definitely lost me the game because we tied on intercept and went to kill points. Oh, the yeah. highlight of that game for me, though, was where I deployed my smoke and mirrors. He thought it was Cad Bane, and he oh, sent a magna to like mm. the bottom corner of the board <laughs> to, go get Cad. to try and get Cad. And I'm like, oh, I flip nice. it, and it's blank. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, that magna's out of the game for like the first two turns of the. There you go. Yeah. So that that was a small victory, but it was a super tight match. Like came down to the last die roll. I tried to knock off a B one unit leader with an E five S, rolled the crit, like last die roll of the game, and it's the block on the white die. I'm like, wow. there you go. <laughs> and uh, it, so that ended two. I think it was two o two to two thirty two with him mm. up on kill points. Mm. Your your cat stories are getting me excited. I've I've started to think that I, CIS is the one faction I haven't played yet. And well, no, I, I, I'm like, you know what? I really, and I just, I just lost the game to a CAS player uh, in Yavin Base this week. Uh, and I'm like, I probably need to play CAS. But if I'm going to play CIS, I'm going to play CIS my way, uh, which is, you know, not the normal way. But and now you're giving me hope. Is that story about a, a cad, like a cad smoke and mirrors deception working? That's that's straight in the line of my favorite kind of stuff to do. So it's yeah, like, funny I mean, you say that. It's funny you say that because we're definitely on the same wavelength here. Because actually, just yesterday, last night, I picked up my Cad Bane and I looked at him and was like, man, he's really well painted. I really should play him sometime. <laughs> and I was like, I want to make a list. So I started making Cad Bane lists. I was like, nice. I'm bored. Nice. <laughs> Cad Bane podcast now. <laughs> my Cad does look pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Nick. A lot of the Cad play comes on turn zero. Because after turn zero, like he's going to play how any sort of jumping steady unit would play. Sure. And mm-hmm. it's so fun. Every single <laughs> every single game I played at LVO was, what does he do? Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was either what does he do or I've never played against campaign so, before. Yeah. Yeah. Cad kind of and Cad kind of released like right in the middle of the pandemic, and then like and yeah. then 
BXs came out and Staps came out and like people uh, yeah. like moved on pretty quick. Like <laughs> I only played them like three or four times, and it's because like I was like my new things came out, so I was just like, and he wasn't that good, so I was like, yeah. <laughs> but I do want to yeah. play him again now. He probably plays a lot now that like Han has steady. They're yeah. probably very similar mm-hmm. in that yeah. you know they're kind of more as you're kind of talking about here, Preston. If he doesn't do much for the first three turns, but he's your like your late game scalpel. Yeah, yeah, he gets just... in and either takes out that final unit leader or goes after the soft soft commanders and just kind of hits where the opponent's not expecting it. Yeah, I would just assume he's probably not going to like be able to stand up to a force user. Right. Spoiler alert from the Clone that's... Wars. But <laughs> right, yeah. For that. Well, that's like my, the last game I played, which is this was probably years ago, uh, maybe a year or so ago, I don't know. The last game I ever played against a CAD, I had an ATST list that was a pretty beefy list, and he actually won... Because he just, I just, I couldn't kill him. Like, I just, I just, he would hop out, shoot my guys, and then run back in the cover. And I'm like, I, oh, was my, that the Invader I, one? I watched it that was game. The Invader. I watched yes, that game. It was, speaking if of, I could, speaking of a turtle. Yeah, I, yeah, I wasn't gonna, <laughs> if I could have seen him, I would have just nuked him off the board, but I could never see him. He just would like jump up, so. Painted like Super Mario for all the hopping around he was doing. <laughs> yeah, I am. I learned some lessons with my list for sure, and I'm tweaking. And you, I will be bringing Cat again to Cherokee. Awesome. Excellent, awesome, awesome, excellent. Good luck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Keegan, how, or I'm sorry, uh, Preston, how did your sixth game go? Oh, so I lost round five, obviously against Tom Patton. So at that point, yeah. uh. You know, can't make day three. Nothing else Have matters. So I roll, in. <laughs> I roll. I roll into my sixth game, and that's against Ku Piranha from fifty two eighty. Oh yeah, uh, Dustin, I believe his name was. Let me look at TTO. Yeah, Dustin Sherud. Yeah, I'm not going to attempt to pronounce his last name. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, he's he's running Ob Fader with a bunch of T twenty ones, and I was like. You know, I walk up to the table. I'm like, "You lost your last game, right?" I'm making sure you didn't get pared down. He's like, <laughs> "He's like, yeah." And I'm like, "Okay, we're gonna have fun then." And we flip, we flip battle cards. Uh, third slot is sabotage. Fourth slot is hostage. He double bands to sabotage. And I'm looking at the cards. And I'm like, you know, this game doesn't really matter. I'm like, I don't want to play sabotage anymore. Like, band a hostage. <laughs> yeah. That's so fair. I band a hostage, which is basically an auto loss against Vader. But it was fun. <laughs> it was a bloodbath. Like so many of our units died. Yeah, uh, I lost obviously, but you know it was a fun game. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Keegan, would you like to recap your booth experience? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I I don't have uh, fun battle reports. Uh, to the closest I had was I did lay out a display booth that includes my uh, my my beachy scarab terrain, which I'm super proud of. But yeah, um, great. I yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I like it. Um, our favorite, uh, my favorite, man, there, there were so many awesome, awesome moments. Um, uh, but I think, um, the, the number one thing that I am going to, I'm going to get all sappy, but 
uh thursday we get in and I'm, i walk over to the uh the legion room to drop off some of the prize support we were getting before setting up our booth and uh nick's there and i get to i get to meet nick and oh, yeah. and, and it's like nick this is we've, we've said it before first time uh we met in person so get a get a nice big bear hug uh, between nick and i and and i finally have to concede that i am the shortest one on the uh podcast so. yep. excellent i was hoping i didn't have to prompt that comment <laughs> no no i know it's not which like is, you're a short which is guy. insane no i'm six feet I'm tall, tall. <laughs> this is... <laughs> i am not i am not in yeah, any circumstance cu- accustomed to being the shortest one anywhere yeah. uh so this is it was awesome and and then we got we just got such a fantastic picture thanks again to emily pena for uh for taking taking and and um photoshopping you can <laughs> see that picture on the legion 99 facebook feed that's right the the overall atmosphere i just have to echo what preston said and this is true from the to lvo 2019 which was my first big wargaming event the atmosphere about this event and and the legion community is just so so fantastic it's so welcoming it's so we're here to have fun we really like each other. We can get sweaty at, at some of those tense moments when we really want to win, but we're never like, like it's always, we're, it's always like shaking hands. Great game afterwards. Um, and, and I have, I just love, uh, I love that. That extended. Uh, I, <laughs> you, you, you all mentioned, I, I mentioned we were going to have a vendor booth. You mentioned that my, my gaming, my recaps were booth duty. Uh, I Drake and I got out there and we, We've been professionals in other other uh, industries for a while. We've both done trade shows and cons and stuff like that in our other jobs. Even with all that experience, none of us put two and two together that uh, we were the only only employees of a business who are running a vendor booth, uh, and that meant that we were going to have three ten hour days <laughs> of retail in a row. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we also didn't realize that Thursday the hall would open at four p.m. So <laughs> we rolled in thinking we'd just set up and then go hang out, and it turned out we we worked from four to eight um, <laughs> with with a lot of traffic. Um, it was it was a it was an awesome experience though. Being able to kind of get like see people's reactions to our physical products was was so cool. Um, through through a a miss in our marketing where we didn't explain uh, that the display of force flasks were actually flasks, we got to have the experience <laughs> over and over and over again of people coming up looking at it clearly thinking, oh that's a that's kind of a nice looking. 3d printed lightsaber and then one of us says it's a flask and just the eyes go wide <laughs> oh my god did you um, did you sell out of all of them oh yeah i mean we sold out okay. of, the, of the stock we had fast right. yeah yeah, yeah, okay. yeah um and and we've we've got a, a whole load of, of back order I, arguably the 5280 guys did most of the work there they all walked into the hall like with force flasks yeah no no they rolled they rolled up to our booth like 10 deep at at once and i I can't remember if that was thursday thursday night or friday but uh yeah they were they were all together super excited and then like and then some at some point on friday like friday afternoon someone walks up and it's like oh these are the flasks yeah i I had i drank some tequila out of one of these earlier (laughs) because those 50 yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) exactly um but it was it was awesome and and so i wish i had been able to spend more time with with you all and, and i wish i'd be able to play some more legion and i'm definitely going to next time um and we're going to figure out exactly what that means and how that looks but it was it was an awesome experience uh to get out there so if anyone wants to uh if anyone wants to have their uh hotel room paid for and earn some commission uh selling selling some cool plastic next lvo uh reach out to me and we'll and we'll work something out <laughs> but yeah i think that's i I probably shouldn't take up more time since 
I don't have any allegiance to talk about. But oh. yeah, thanks, thanks, <laughs> thanks everyone, stuff, thanks everyone who stopped by. Uh, I it was so awesome to hang to out with you, you in the limited time that I got to hang out with you. Absolutely, absolutely. Really you showed me how to take a cab for the first time. In my That's life. right. Yeah, we, we got we got because I, I, we were staying I've at a different hotel. Uber places. I've yeah. never taken a cab before. Oh, okay, the the okay. Uber the Uber pickup for Rio was like through a maze that may or may not have been a zombie apocalypse. Um, they a, wanted a, yeah, a, they, a you had to go up to the garage. Yeah. And do it. So so Drake Drake and I were like screw it, we'll just take the cabs right up front vegas is very efficient with their cab system we get in and mike's quiet the whole way and then we get out at, at our hotel and mike's like that was the first time i've ever taken a cab and drake and i look at each other and realize that we're old <laughs> uh, and it's totally a fair thing for mike to have said based off of uh based off of commuting in the last 10 years so um but yeah we gave gave that uh, cab experience and that was a hell of a cab experience too <laughs> he hit all the buckets not not entirely reckless but not safe driving and <laughs> oh if you're when, when he missed the first corner, I was like, I'm fucking dead. Yeah, yeah. They, don't have, they don't have like a five star rating system for cabs yet. No. No, no, no. They have a they have a medallion system, and once they have the medallion, they have the medallion. They don't care. That's correct. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's that or they're in jail. So. If, if my cab driver is safe, then I don't want it. Like that's, I'm overpaying. Like I'm paying yes. you to be reckless. I'm paying yeah. you to be scared. It's like a thrill ride. Yeah, it's like a mini roller coaster with yeah. no rails. And no safety. I mean, Grand Theft yeah. Auto's always had taxi cab simulator built into it. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> on on the cab discussion, our Uber back from Hoff Brewhouse, me and Karma, our oh, Uber yeah. driver said, "Are you ready for the fastest Uber of your life?" Yeah. I did. I did. When, when we Ubered, I did intentionally go up a couple levels from just like base Uber X. Just <laughs> I, I, I did the the like X premium or whatever. It was like three dollars more, but they were all yeah. higher stars. Right. We stayed over at the Cosmos, ride? so there's a lot of Uber rides. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty quick. Yeah. And he told us his entire life story in, in the short amount of time it took. <laughs> he bought his notes. He's like, all right, here we go. We got five seconds. Here we go. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so one, wonderful time. I'm super excited for the next LPO. I'm also uh, looking at the other events throughout this year because I cannot wait to get back out and, and play Legion and see you guys again. So It makes a big difference to be in person. It does. It really does. It really does. It's talking about a, a big difference. Uh, Nick, you played some doubles. Oh yeah, I also judged. You sir. did. I was quite busy all weekend. Uh, so I, I, I did play doubles on Sunday with uh, our buddy uh, Zach Harbula, Floor of the Dwarf on Discord. Um, it was pretty funny. So I was supposed to play with Mike. Uh, obviously, we're going to spoil the fact that Mike made Sunday cut. So Mike did not get to play with me. Um, much to oh, my darn. chagrin. Much to my <laughs> man. You break my heart every time you say that. I'm glad you made Sunday, but man, it's like playing with Nick would be such a such an awful experience. Anyway, anyway, uh, so like Zach comes up to me near the end of round three, and I was judging um, unconventional warfare with Nerfly, uh, Brad, and he comes up and he's like, "Yeah, it looks like Mike's gonna win," and I'm like, "Oh, did you win?" He's like, "No, I lost," and he was real upset. And I'm like, "So it was not real upset." He was like, "Oh, I lost," and he was he made a mistake and he was upset about it. He's like, "Now I gotta find a, a doubles partner for tomorrow." I'm like, "Hey, man! Apparently, if Mike wins, I'm gonna need a doubles partner for tomorrow." And he's mm -hmm. like, "Do you have droids?" I was like, "Yes, I do." And he's like, "Let's do it." So the biggest person playing in the event and the smallest person playing in the event, um, our team name was Biggie Smalls. 
It was great. <laughs> it was so good. There was some there was some talk while we were drinking about like uh, putting Florf on my back and having him roll the dice and me do all the moving. I'm, I'm telling you, I listen. I sold that on the Stabcast. Sorry, I already talked about. I know. That. I like, listened I, to I, it. I need that. <laughs> uh, I, I'm pretty sure I would have died after that. Uh, I might have made Florf sound a little bit like a gremlin in my rendition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, thanks, thanks. But the doubles event was uh, so uh, teams of two. You each took six hundred point lists um, in the same faction. Uh, the the caps for the units were different, so you could only take like three core, two special forces. So we took three B ones each with E five. I think two of them each had E five S's. We each took. He took Duku, and I took Maul. So I also took, I had the added T-series and I needed a commander. And then we each took two units of Magna Guards with RPS, Situational Awareness, and Tenacity. So it was like, oh, we have four Magna Guards on the table. And everybody, like Ryan must have walked up like three times. He's like, that's too many fucking Magna Guards. <laughs> plus, plus, <laughs> two, plus two Force users. Plus two Force users. <laughs> it was pretty, it felt pretty degenerate. Um, round one, we played some Imperials. We played against... Uh, a Pout Bosk and a Vader Krennic. The synergies mm. there are pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> um, I imagine there were so. some trick. There were some tricks that like uh, we missed. Uh, Maul died turn three before he ever attacked. It was uh, oh. disappointing <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, there was. Uh, I, I'll say his. Uh, I I dove him probably. I was a little too aggressive with him, but we agreed that it was probably okay. And then he got shot like three times and died. So it was like. It happens. <laughs> this is um, we still managed to win that game um, just because like Palp Bomb was turn six and we still had all these units on the center and we played KP and Palp just could not. Mm. It was like he was like, as long as Palp doesn't kill a Magna Guard, we win because he has to kill like four units. Right, and the right. only units he could kill was like two B1s, a T-series, and then there were two Magna Guards that he could shoot. So it was like he can't, he literally, unless he can kill these Magna Guards, he can't win. And sure enough like it didn't happen yeah. um so we managed to win kp like narrowly um and then our second game we played against another cis team and we looked at them and we were like how many magna guards do you have he's like well i have two and he has one it's like oh so we have more magna guards <laughs> <laughs> that was and that game was another really razor close game it was funny because when we got our me mike and keegan got our picture taken like in round yeah. one of that game so i was like oh if you need to activate one of my units go ahead i come back like five minutes later and like maul's in the middle of the board like force pushing a magnet into the open i'm like what is happening he's like oh it's fine <laughs> that's and not I'm what i like, meant and i'm like this feels really bad <laughs> And uh, I was like, I was upset my poor Maul was going to die again <laughs> before like I ever got to do anything cool with him. We ended up winning that game also. That was Recover the Supplies. Um, our opponents managed to grab that box at the end of turn one with a Magna, but the Magna kind of never got away. We just kept chasing it like, you know, um, and we had and at the end he didn't have he lost two of his boxes to Maul because Maul is Maul. Because <laughs> Maul it was Maul. a lot of fun. Yeah, um, like shout out to Zach for. Uh, being my teammate and uh making a lot of really good decisions <laughs> to outweigh my bad decisions <laughs> um it was a lot of fun uh but like i said i also judged on friday and saturday um i was part of the staff um that was a lot of fun too um i learned a lot uh shout out to lj for running a great event and all the other staff for helping nema as head judge did a great job um i learned a lot about both 
So I'm hoping to take that experience to ACO in my future events. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun, exhausting, doing all the judge calls, running back and forth. But, you know, I love it. It's a lot of fun. I get to watch a lot of Legion, My some of my favorite moments. I got to see two triple dewbacks against each other, I think, day one. And, like, each dewback was a different color, like a unique Ooh. color. Like, they okay. weren't painted oh, wow. traditional colors, and, like, each one was a different color. It was almost like they planned it it was like the rainbow of dewbacks i loved it it was my favorite thing to see um that's awesome but yeah that was my lvo weekend and obviously hanging out getting to meet everybody that like yes i've talked to online like getting to meet preston here tim keegan everybody else i met so many people introduced themselves to me and it's like they know me from the podcast or the discord and it's just like overwhelming but it was a lot of fun i can't wait for next year that's it that's it for me. <laughs> Tim, do you want to briefly recap how you did? I know. Wow. If you would like, yes. no, no, hold on, yeah. hold on. If you would like to hear Tim's full recap, um, you can ch- head yeah. on over to the Statcast. Yeah, um, there, where every other podcast can be found as well: Spotify, Apple Music, etc. Yes, he's got that's, a full breakdown funny. there. It's it's funny you say that because that's exactly what I was going to say. I was like, if you want the 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 bigger the bigger <laughs> one, uh, yeah, it was it was a great time. So, just I will say real quick, my list was Yoda. Wookiees, one melee, one I'm sorry, both melee, one bowcaster, one battle shield. Mm. Uh, with uh, Padme, uh, a Wookiee chieftain, I'm a big Wookiee chieftain fan, and then uh, just some some naked phase ones, you know, no big deal. So I had eight <laughs> activations. I had a five point bid, which landed me. I played six games because spoiler alert, I didn't make it to day two. Um, <laughs> Not not the quote unquote real day too. Uh but I played you made it to the fun games. day too. Yeah. And then I <laughs> <laughs> and then I had to play Han twice that second day, so I don't know how, how fun that I was. I was there, but, uh, I saw it. Yeah, well, I know, yeah. Well we'll get there in a second. Well I will mention that just quickly, but uh yeah, but so eight activations, but that five point bid got me blue player four out of six times, I believe. I could be misremembering, but I think it was four out of six times which was nuts. Uh, it was actually my first game I played against Anakin triple barks, which I was like, okay, I don't, hey. I'm not too thrilled, but like, a, <laughs> I'm not too thrilled about like a gar versus gar matchup, but like, okay, I can, you know, or specifically a bark matchup. I'm like, okay, I can, you know, he's more mobile. We can make this work. I go up and I look at his list. He's 793. And I was so pissed. <laughs> I was so upset. I was like, are you kidding me? Cause I went back and forth. It's like, I had recon intels on the, on the Wookiees. I didn't, I did, I didn't, I did took him off. And I still lost. I'm like, oh my god! But anyway, uh, it was a good game. KP, uh, I again full reports on on Stabcast. I basically, long story short, I missed uh, Barrier. I forgot I had Barrier on Pe- uh, for on six Pe- times on Yoda. Yeah, on Yoda. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like six wounds. Several times that mattered. Yeah, several <laughs> shots that mattered. Uh, and on KP, it was like three to one on that final KP point. But I think if I had remembered it, it probably would have been two two. We would have gone, gone to kill points, but. Is what it is. It was a good game. Uh, second game, I played. Uh, I was I was discouraged because I had lost my first one. So I was like, "All right, I gotta win this one. Here we go. Here we go." Uh, and then, unfortunately, I got paired up with Octobear, which is he was playing the he's a German German gentleman who was a wonderful guy, and he played yeah. Yoda Padme Saber, and he executes that list with such precision. It's mm. My organized brain, I love it. I love it. 
<laughs> but man, it was brutal to face. Uh, I, again, long story short, I lost uh, KP again. That tank was just really big, and I just mm, couldn't. It's just sad. I tried to go past it. I tried to just go past and kill everything around the tank. Couldn't do that either. So it's fine. <laughs> uh, the map was pretty open, which did not do me any favors. Our Yoda's fought. Uh, my Yoda at one point had 11 suppression on him. It was a good time. Uh, I do want to point out, and I point this out on our cast too. He did a cool thing that I didn't think about. If you're facing some of this immune pierce with Yoda, don't bother with your lightsaber. He just kept double force waving me because then that's force suppression. Oh, yeah. Boom. Immediate force suppression plus there's no cover. Um, mm-hmm. So he kept, I was trying to melee him because that's what I was planning on. And right. he just kept like blasting. He was like, no, no, no. And I was like, yes, yes, yes. And yeah, neither Yoda died. My Yoda was disgusting on his saves, but <laughs> I, I went from those 10 suppression down to three. So that was, that was, uh, yeah. it felt bad. I saw oh, a lot of that game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then third game, I was done. So I got the bucket of beer and, it was against uh, it was against a Vegas local who was a great guy, and it was Dooku, Magnus, uh, and that's I think it was just basically Dooku, Dooku Magnus, and oh Kalani, Kalani, and basically positioning worked out to where I was able to get around one bowcaster shot because of guidance and and standby shenanigans and all those fun things. <laughs> uh, I was able to get around one range two standby shot onto his Kalani and I one shot at his Kalani and got a bounty because he was within range of two Magnus that could have guardian. And when I asked him, I was like, well, why, why didn't you guardian? He's like, Oh, I forgot that I could do that with those things. <laughs> Cause people just forget that, that Magnus have guardian. They just use them as offense tools. Basically. I don't want to waste my precious Magna wounds. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I feel like, the yeah, exact I mean, same way. Yeah. He's I like, also I'm saving play, it for Dooku. <laughs> I also play mall. So he can't right. guardian mall. So it doesn't matter. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. But it was, it was really funny because the bounty was called forgot their programming. Yeah. And there you go. So, yeah, it was good. And then, yeah, day two was, was a whole lot of fun. I won't go into all those games. It was really fun. I did play Han twice that second day in Unconventional Warfare, um, which for my list didn't change anything, really. I got an extra order out, but most of my orders were yeah. out all the way because I had Batman on Yoda, so I didn't really care. <laughs> so I was like, oh, cool, a free order that I don't need most of the time. Yeah, good games. Played against Han. Won, won, lost my last one. Bless, listen. I didn't mention this on Arcast, but I will say this here. My last <laughs> opponent. I'm so sorry from the bottom of my heart. You can't see me, but I'm looking at the camera. <laughs> I, I'm I'm so sorry for what I I I said. Oh, I, <laughs> I I think the scientific term is I was a salty little bitch, and so, <laughs> and so I was really frustrated. Wrong. Both times I had played Han that day. He was rolling 75% saves on white dice. Oh, jeez. And I just couldn't kill him. He was just <laughs> invincible. And actually, that last game, I finally did kill him, but it was at the cost of everything else. And like he, I do want to shout this out because it's a great move that Han players should think about, as much as I hate to say that. He, <laughs> I dove in with Wookiees, Battleship Wookiees, full strength, attack formation, did one wound to Han. That's it. He then. St- Han took a standby and then and like an aim. And then his next activation was Luke. Luke force pushed the Wookiees out, triggered the standby, shot him with Han and then charged him with Luke. And like, it, <laughs> I was, I was like, all right. Okay. That was, that was the tilting point for me. And I was done. But yeah, so I want to chat. He was a great player. Was, I think it was Ken O'Tooth is his discord name. Um, 
so so nice such a pleasant young man (laughs) i'm so i'm so proud of you for having such an honest and genuine uh apology on a podcast where he's not going to go to look for you (laughs) (laughs) it'll be in the title title. we're gonna make yeah we should we should also the title is tim sorry yeah Yeah. Yeah. tim apologized for kenny too i'm not against it i'm not against it it was was so friendly and he just took it like a champ and i'm like i'm so sorry It was I the checked end of the on day. him after you left. After you left, I was like, "You all right?" Yeah, He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. <laughs> I didn't give. I don't think I gave him a staff kiss because like you don't want this. <laughs> you don't want to listen to us because I'm awful. I wouldn't listen to me either. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, it was a good time. It was a good time. Oh, man. Uh, and Is then, it? like as far as extracurriculars go, like getting to hang out actually with a lot of you guys and getting to go out and go out to dinner and all that stuff was just. To me, that's almost more important than the Legion. I'm sorry. Yeah. Most more important than the Legion itself uh, is just being able to go out and have all those fun times. Because that's, especially for Vegas, right? Like LVO is, that's part of the big sell for LVO. It's not just Legion. It's it's the destination Legion event, I would say. Yeah, absolutely. Ordering seven Negronis at a time is always a fun time. Jeez. Listen, I've, yeah. (laughs) I don't. I lost count of those, but yeah, between your gin and tonics and and my gin and tonics and Negronis and yeah, Yeah. that was that that story is the precursor to the story that ended up with me playing craps until six a.m. So (laughs) yes, yeah. When Keegan was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go out to the to the the casino," and it was like one o'clock in the morning already. We're like, "All right, cool. We'll see." Like, it's gonna pass out an hour. No, I mean, I I ran out of money. I I lost the first round of money in an hour. And then I was like, I can, I, I can get it back. <laughs> so the title of this episode is "Gambling Addiction Is Real," and we need to be really concerned. Hey, I clawed it. I clawed it back. I found. I found the the patron saint of craps players is the three three a.m. drunken frat bro who walks up to a table and says, "I've never played this before. I want to give it a shot." And I found my guy in Peter. <laughs> <laughs> So you just targeted a new player. Okay, yeah. No, beginner's luck is a very real thing in crafts. I, t- I absolutely will target new players. I will bring them if I need to. I will. Uh, but but when you have that happen, you max out your bets. Uh, and and I did. I I was I was playing the five dollar bonus bets where it has to hit every single number, and I scored six of those in a night. Uh, yeah. Um, uh. Clawed back. He he got his his rolls got me back. I was down to literally my last minimum bet on the uh on the uh, pass line and got it back. So well, uh, Keegan, I don't know how to play craps, but I do know how to play Catan. So <laughs> so that's that's perfect. We're gonna get you drunk next LVO. Do me a favor, don't play craps for a year, uh, and I'll take you <laughs> to a craps table. All right, sounds uh, good. Next LVO, uh, and that's yeah. and that's how I'll that's how I'll try to win win money back. So we, we can. Re- we can rotate it through. So next Friday, Preston's our new player, and I'll just not go. And then Saturday, I'll go out because I've never played, and we can just cycle <laughs> through. Yeah, yeah. And then, we'll, then they'll take us out back, Perfect. break all our knuckles, and we'll never be allowed back in. No, they only break your knuckles if you cheat. <laughs> you don't have to cheat. Right. But, <laughs> yeah. <It's, laughs> or if you play Han, you know, that's fine. <laughs> right, yes. If you put Han on a craps table, they will take you out and break your knuckles. Um, that's right. All right, we've been we we are we are distracting again from the point. I do want to toss yeah. it over to our actual resident uh, successful player, uh, <laughs> Mike. How I was next how, stepped away? 
Uh, yeah, Mike, how uh, was it? To, how was it to make it to day three? You, you humble bastard. Oh, it's exhausting. <laughs> three three uh, days of legion in a row is really rough. But um, greatness was, is often hard to deal with. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what that's like. The weight so, of glory. Oh. So, I up, either. <laughs> so I ended up taking droids to this event. Um, I played a very similar list to Preston. Uh, I played Kraken a T series for sniper B ones, but I had two B twos instead of CAD and a and a BX, and then two Magnus at the end as well. Uh, I went into the fray situational awareness and the rocket launcher um, because I have a little bit more of a close range effect with the B twos. So the Magnus being in melee tying things up is kind of good for me, so the B twos aren't tied up. Um, but I flip flop between tenacity and into the fray till like the very last second that I had to submit it. But situational awareness is the first upgrade you put on there. And if you say no, yeah. you're wrong. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Just like on your chieftain, everyone, put put SA on your chieftain. You'll never regret it. Yeah, I tried that yes yesterday, two days ago from whenever this drops. That was so that was pretty good. gross. It's so good. <laughs> I think it's an underrated card. If you can naturally produce dodge tokens without spending actions, you yeah. should. And you have a free training <laughs> slot. You need us, yeah. right? Especially like you just mentioned with the free training slot. A lot of these newer units have two two training slots. So you know, if mm. you just have one and you can dodge crits every time, that seems fine. Like even Op Vader now with his extra training slot, I think he should be taking SA, especially with two command cards that give him three dodge tokens. That's true. And if you play Darkness Descends, you've already got the surges for defense. Might be onto something there. You'd save a couple of points. So, I, speaking of points, I had a five-point bid. Um, I was blue player in every game except for one, which is actually the seven-point Republic list that Tim played against. Um, I played against him as well. So that felt really good. Um, I got to go, I guess, five and one as blue player. So there's probably still some data to be said there for people that say that bidding is non-existent. If you take a look at the data, the people that bid did pretty well. There's a lot of p people that bid zero that did very well, but the people that took heavier bids have a pretty, pretty good record. Um, it's almost like a 67% winning rate. So read into that as you will. There's still something to do. Um, so round one, I played against uh, Padme Triple Wookie and Triple Clone with Overwatch list. Um, it was on a Felucia table that was not Nyx. So I already knew how the terrain worked, which is very <laughs> useful. So we had some guidelines um, for like how to talk about the different pieces. Uh, we played some intercept transitions, transmissions, major offensive, and I think it was clear for that one. Um, but that was a pretty a pretty close game until the end, and unfortunately the Wookiees just couldn't hold up to my B2s because hot troopers with blast and eight dive pools just strike Wookiees, especially when they don't have easy dodge access because I've killed everything else around them. <laughs> um, so that was a good game. Uh, we rolled into round two, and I played against an 11 activation vader triple do double irg list which was absolutely disgusting wow. gross um so he made an interesting call he dropped all the tenacity from the dues and he got 11 acts out of it who was that by the way it was fatty mac from the discord okay so he's a very he's an excellent player so we played some rollout sabotage and i think it was clear conditions again <laughs> um, you'll notice the theme here he left a sniper team on top of a building uh, where his VAP was, and I orbital struck him turn one. And unfortunately, that sniper went three for four saves. So I could not kill the sniper, and I was about range eight away from it. Um, so at that point, I was like, all right, now I just have to hold evaporators, you know, survive the melee wave. But I was really hoping that I could get up on points right away and go up on 
at least even myself on activations before the game began. Uh, unfortunately, that was not the case, and we played on this uh, kind of like it's the Endor MDF terrain that's been around for a while. Um, it has like the landing platform in the middle with the with the speeder, and it's got some of the ladder tiered buildings. Uh, I think it's Battle Kiwi, I believe. Yeah, but it's it, it's a little open in the middle, um, and unfortunately for me, I couldn't stop any of the melee units coming in because I couldn't create choke points. It was just an open field that the dubacks could run through. Uh, so the entire six melee army hit my army uh, at the end of two, start of three. And I ended up dropping that game on Vaporators because I just couldn't hold off the wave. Uh, my very last activation of the game, I had to charge a single IRG model on full health with two of my magna and kill it to win on points. Uh, unfortunately, I rolled four hits. He threw three saves, and I didn't, which is, you know, statistically, I shouldn't kill it there. Um, but that was a really close game up until the end. But um, having six charging melee units is almost impossible to stop, especially if you can't create choke points. So that's something that I definitely want to experiment with, is if you can thin out the core a little bit and maybe just run the two naked guard and get that 11th act on the dubacks with Vader. It was interesting. He had a an officer with vigilance and portable scanner as well that just walked with Vader. So Operative Vader had dodge all the time and there's really no stopping anything. You know, He's I'm a, a good, really the, good player. Uh, vigilance portable scanner combo. Yeah. It's and disgusting then once, and it should be illegal. That's a, yeah, and what are you gonna do? Shoot the officer when you've got six melee units in you? No. Yeah. <laughs> so it's still throwing out dodges and aims. So he's just like, Okay, Vader take a dodge, do back, take an aim, and you're screwed. He played it really, really well. So I was I was feeling pretty tense going into round three at one and one, knowing that I had to win the final game. And uh, there was a lot of really good players that had lost their second game, so it wasn't exactly going to be a, a walk in the park. And I ended up playing Outrider Dan for the third list, um, or for the third game. Uh, we played some Intercept again, Hemmed In, and Clear Conditions. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually think... I think we actually landed on rapid for that game, but we were halfway through turn one when we were like, we were supposed to do rapid reinforcements here, so it turned into clear conditions. Oh, whoops. Because it was the end of the day, we were both tired and forgot about totally. it. Yeah. Uh, but that was a really, really bloody game. He tack struck turn one. Uh, I orbital struck right back into the ISF that came up. And on turn one, I traded seven, model, seven wounds on a Magna Guard for Inferno Squad, and I traded a B1 for the other ISF. So I was able to Ooh. really cripple him backwards um, because yeah. with Hemmed In, like, as soon as you shoot me on Tax Strike, it's I'm going to hit you back because yeah. with Hemmed In, we're only range three apart from each other at the start. So he went for that thinking that he could get some really good flanking positions, uh, which he really did. He got some nice open shots and just decimated the Magna, but he just he couldn't do anything about the, the dice coming back because I had nine more activations of shooting and half of them have Blast and Sharpshooter too. <laughs> Uh, but that got really, really tense towards the end. Um, we He ended the game with only Aiden, two Stormtroopers, and Vader on the table. And I ended with like seven activations still, but four of them only had one model left. So I just gave him too many targets that he couldn't kill, so I was able to swamp, intercept at the end, and take that. Um, so moving on to day two, I was feeling pretty good about that, knowing that we had to go 3-0 and now. I just wanted to make day two going to Vegas to kind of justify the trip. So I'd already done that, and this was all gravy. The first game of the second day, I believe I played. Oh, this is embarrassing. I'm blanking on who I played. Um, I know I played against the same guy that Tim did. Um, he was the the seven point bid Anakin triple bark list. 
the trick is just to say I played against a great opponent, and they I did. played I this played list. Against a great opponent. There you and there you go. That's it. There you I go. pulled up uh, TTO so I could read the names. <laughs> I can't um, read. I probably should have done that. This is what the second line is for, right? We, Tim, we know you can't read. You forgot yes. your six. James Pinson. <laughs> the shot to the heart. Shot to the heart that I didn't bury her. Uh, <laughs> he uh, killed so him. He's dead. Line, right. Thank you, Chris. So Tim will come back on our show. I know he's <laughs> <laughs> just like Barrier. I will refresh. It's, uh... Don't Sorry, forget about man. it. I, uh, I played against James Pincer round four, um, who was actually one of the guys that traveled with uh, Fatty Mac, my round two opponent. So we got to chat after my second game. So it was nice to walk up and we we're like, oh, we know who each other are already. So he played against, he played an Anakin Padme, double Wookiee, double Bark, and then three clone list, which is really interesting. And I've had a lot of practice against Anakin Padme triple Barks because of Keegan, but I had never played it with Keegan Wookiees. plays plays Legion. So he fun. does. Every now and then. Not not when you guys are around. <laughs> so we played Sabotage, Major Offensive, and Clear Conditions. Boo, all these Clear Conditions. <laughs> it's my Give battle deck, excitement. man. I have really boring objectives in there. Give me a thrill. No, actually, no, sorry. That one was not clear. This one was um, fortified. The next one was clear. Oh, that's, that's even Heavy worse. That's, for yeah. the that's clear plus. Yeah, it is. And it's on Nick. it was on Nick's speed table. <laughs> You don't oh, need it. Yeah, so don't. I already didn't need the barricades because there's a lot of heavy cover everywhere. So I ended up placing two and then sticking my other two in a corner so they didn't get in the way. Did you place them vertically so you could be accused of cheating? I did not. But I put them horizontally in the corner and said, please forget about these. Because otherwise I was just going to like block myself off from where I could move. Right. Yeah. It yeah, just gets to the point where it's too crowded. Yeah. yeah, those things absolutely can be a real barrier. barrier. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we... Sorry, it was advanced positions, not major. So he ended up divulging Padme, which is the only time that I played against Padme that she actually has divulged. Um, Nick did it one time in a practice game long ago, like basically just after she came out, but that was the only other time I ever played against it. So I wasn't really sure what to do. So especially with Vaps, where we were so far apart, there there was a good chunk of distance that I needed to traverse to get to Padme. And she infiltrated at the top part of the map, and she was kind of behind this giant L-shaped building, and I really couldn't get to her. So I ended up he ended up shifting his entire army with Padme to basically just try to go for my deployment zone, knowing that there was no way I was going to get to his vaps without overextending everything. Um, and we ended up having a range two clash between Anakin, two Wookiees, two Magna Guards, Kraken, and two B2s, which, spoiler alert, I won, um, because my B2s were all but one shot, one-shotting the barks as they came in from the side. Oh, that's a, um, sad, that's a sad day for Barks. I mean, when oh, you're... B, oh, wait, B2s? Yeah, B2s. That, that makes sense. Yeah. So when they're throwing, when I'm throwing eight hits into you because I've got surges and aims, you know, yeah. statistically you're going to yeah. take four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, I did B, that B, B2s one. are not... <laughs> we, we said statistically, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they, they fell. His red dice kind of let him down on the Barks. Uh, they, were, they were both a little under average. So like one of my B2s one shot the Bark with like six hits. Oh. So ooh. that was a little little less than ideal for him yeah. um but we we converged nicely and that game ended up with just anakin left on the table and i still had nine activations um so i won on kill points um but it was really close because anakin was only a speed one move away from my home evaporator so i was able to just bubble wrap it engage anakin with two units and say you just don't have enough actions left nice. so but he he made a really good push towards the end uh the magna guard were able to chase down and just smack padme in the face and she died 
as she should. Um, and then we go to round five. I played against Thomas Sullivan, who was the same opponent that Tim played against. Um, he played Anakin Padme triple barks. Key point that I do want to point out, all five barks that I played against in those two games all had the RPS. Oh, it was yeah, really ter- sure. It was really, it was kind of terrifying having three <clears throat> RPS barks coming at me because it was like yeah. three mobile ATSD shots. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, that's what I was just going to say. You're shooting an ATSD die pool. And it surges. super fast. Yeah, that surges. Yeah, yeah. So that was tough. Um, we played on the same table that I played on, on game two, which was that uh, the MDF one. And he put Padme in this glorious spot just off to the center. It's the, there's like a shield generator wall and it's got a hole blown in the middle. But there's also <laughs> like three base lengths on either side of that hole where you can just hide behind the wall. And he stuck Padme there and Anakin at the start. So the double exemplar was was miserable to deal with. And his little his trick that I thought was interesting that I haven't seen yet is his main phase one squad was a DP-23 with specialist. So it was the piercing gun. And when you can't strip a standby and we're playing key positions, that's a really annoying thing to deal with. And it chews up your yes. magnet pretty well. Yeah. So yes. he got a couple. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Luckily, the Magna had three dodges each time they got shot. Um, but, you know, any dice that are coming through are going to get pierced, mm-hmm. essentially. So I took a couple of heavy wounds there. Um, I lost crack in turn two uh, when the Bark just moved into the center of the table and threw five crits over a piece of terrain into me. Um, and Kraken yeah, saved. Happen. Kraken only <laughs> saved four. So he got shot oh. down by the DP on the next one. Uh, so he did a really good job of really just pincing my commander. And unfortunately, at that point, I had only played Orbital Strike, so I lost all of Kraken's command cards. I had to play the whole game without them. So I played Standing Orders for the last two turns. Um, It was really rough, especially when Anakin's on the other side of the table and I need to bid for priority. As someone who also plays droids, if you're you're (laughs) not playing all of those command cards, you feel awful yeah the droids are really good when they have their cards but if they're just models on the table they fucking suck uh roger's so good (laughs) well i still had roger roger because that one's generic but i I did lose um i mean i lost his one pip i lost preservation protocols which is a big one against anakin (laughs) and i lost um it literally has anakin getting it's the best exactly so i put that one down on the table and i was like great i'm not doing this this game so that that was really rough. That was a really sweaty game. I ended up taking that on key positions by one point in the middle. Um, I just was able to double move my T-Series there while Anakin was tied up with my Magna Guard. Uh, a theme that you've probably noticed, other than my first game of the day, all of my games uh, ended within the final activation. So I was basically ready to have a heart attack by the time that I made it to day three. Because my, I just I couldn't do with anything with the stress. It was always like last action of the game: does he live or die? And that depended on the win. So that was tight. And then round six, I actually played on the stream table against Michael Henry, one of the uh, the southeastern uh, natives, the scourge of yeah. the south, I guess. Yeah, he's he's Eastern. fairly local to us. He he tends to come up for many events. Uh, yeah, for sure. He it's, uh, he it's knocked good out. Practice for us as he just kills us all all the time. He's pretty, he's pretty <laughs> damn good. And uh, I was talking to Stabcat, or I guess enemy of the podcast, Brett, beforehand, and <laughs> Henry had knocked out Brett yesterday, <laughs> so he wanted some revenge. So yeah. I, ended up, was I was great. able to get the revenge, spoiler. Um, he played a Commander Vader T21 gunline with IRG and snipers. It was basically like a Wave 2 list with a little bit of added spice with the Stormtrooper Specialist and the T21. 
Um, but it's kind of one of the things that I really didn't want to see. It's red saves, it's a gun line, it's another force user, it's not a great matchup for me. Uh, and we played payload, advanced positions, and Tim, I actually think it was I think it was clear. I really do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't rapid. It's fine. It's a life it choice. You've made. It's fine, yeah. you know. So that was a fun game. Um, we've, we basically just had an attrition gun line battle for a while. Uh, there was a couple interesting plays where Vader was able to burst to speed and kill Kraken. My Magna climbed up this rock wall on the Felucia table that Nick provided and were able to melee some stormtroopers. But it, there wasn't too much besides just like throwing dice back and forth. I think the turning point was turn two. He played new ways to motivate them, and I killed the guard before they did anything. Uh, he kind of just left the guard chilling in the open, and I was able to B2 hot shot them down and just kind of pierce them with Kraken and some B1s, and I was surprised that he held them until the very end. Uh, he said he wanted to just waste my entire turn of shooting, which he definitely did, um, but unfortunately it meant that the guard didn't go in. Uh, so that one that one ended at the very end when Vader just couldn't kill enough, and I was able to move my payload into base contact, and he couldn't. Um, so I went on to, to day three, where I played against the winner, uh, J.R. Dieter, who played the exact list that I did not want to see, which was uh, Maul, a bunch of B1s, and double irons, double ion spiders with Kalani. <laughs> yeah. So I was already kind of on the back foot at this point. Um, we're even on activations. He's got the ion. The choice to play for battle cards was between payload and intercept. And when I was looking at the map, if we played payload, he was almost ranged too closer to his objectives than I was, so I, I couldn't play it. I really didn't want to play Intercept because we played on one of those temple maps with the circle ruins in the middle, mm-hmm. um, which isn't great for me because the spiders are going to be able to shoot into the middle, but I, I couldn't play payload with that almost 11-inch gap difference. So I went for Intercept, and I tried to set up like a false flank on the left side um, and push my B2s and Magnas to his home point. Um, unfortunately, his spiders were throwing like five crits at a time, as they do with precise two and three aims. And um, I I made four saves all game until the Magna made one at the very end. Oh, so I wasn't able to like withstand anything. And his his spiders had this really nice like Eye of Sauron position. Yeah, range four on top of this thing um, was my entire battlefield. So yeah. there's literally nowhere that I could hide from them, and they were they were doing what they do. Yeah, I was just gonna say because I, I was streaming the the main streaming table right there with with David that game, but I was also doing some like eye in the sky reporting, like <laughs> what's happening on the other two tables. And I look over at yours and I went, "Oh, oh, those spiders in a real bad spot." <laughs> like I, I came over right when I saw, I was like, "Oh, they can see everything." I was like, and, Ooh, yeah, don't yeah, like and, that. <laughs> and unfortunately, it was literally everything. Like I silhouette checked everything, yeah. um, and there is nowhere I could hide. So. I was hoping that I could just like basically. So yeah, I know. I know. I was hoping that I could just use a a combo of cover and dodges to at least weather some of the storm that I knew was going to come. I didn't expect the crit volume, and unfortunately, I just couldn't save out of it, which happens with B ones. So I couldn't push this flank to his home point because he just shredded my B ones in the middle, and I had no no points left. So I had to push up to the middle, try to kill Maul. Unfortunately, um, the Magna didn't save against Maul. And uh, they disappeared entirely. Like immune pierce does, it doesn't matter when you don't roll any blocks. <laughs> um, so that one, that was my last ditch hope. I just couldn't make it happen. He played a really like just tactically sound game, put his guys in a position where they could outplay me, and um, he just annihilated me. 
we played all six rounds and with our chess clocks left we still had over over 55 minutes of time because we were just flying through it wow he's a really good opponent like i, I don't want to say in any way that uh it was, it's not dice influence he just straight out played me um but i needed some i needed some dice luck to get back into it tried to give myself that situation and it just didn't happen well but, and uh, again especially that game. positioning positioning where he was that's what i was saying is like it's i had the same kind of terrain at home uh, mm-hmm. And it's what I bring locally all the time. And so I knew like, once he was up on top of that, that, that steps, like the half steps or whatever they are, I was like, Ooh, that's where everyone yeah. wants to be. Like, especially if you're a piece that doesn't really care about cover or something like that. Although if you're up there, you normally have heavy cover anyway, cause you're elevated. So it's just like, yeah. Okay. And he was on, he was on one of those like side steps that are higher than the rest of the circle ruins. So they're already like an yep. inch taller than everything. And then the spider sits yep. on top of it. And I was like, I am not in for a good time. here. That yeah, was the it's... final table that art we use. I have a similar set and like yeah. we use that table as the final table at ACO. And it yeah. was like double AT versus uh, uh Kyle Dornboss's mall beaches. Yeah. And it was like, somehow he won that game, but it like, he was like, yeah, there's nowhere for me to hide from these. He AT. won that game oh, on an 11 yeah. for 11, 50, 50 roll that's right <laughs> so it's funny too a lot of people on those on the that terrain set a lot of people don't use those steps they just like they hide behind it but they never go up mm-hmm. and people don't realize like if you just go up you can see everything yeah <laughs> so i it was a it was a great game um he played really really well i can't take anything away from him his mall play with burst of speed and force push is really good and it's Kind of something that I want to look at now. His maul is a little unique in that regard that he doesn't have choke or saber throw. It's just more of an objective harrier because yeah. he's got tenacity. the rest of his And then units. tenacity into the fray once he's in there. He's yeah. like, you know. Yeah. He's really hard to get out. Terrifying. Well, and we saw that on the the final table when we were streaming it. Like, he he did insane maul plays. We're like, oh, he's going to do this. He's going to do that. And he just like, basically just dove all the way to the, with bursts of speed and all the other shenaniganry, he was able to, what is like turn three get to mm-hmm. the back of, of uh, uh bushman stuff yeah bushman stuff and just yeah no it wasn't bushman i'm sorry it wasn't the final table i apologize it oh, was the, the one before that sorry yeah. sorry 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 they're all he was in all of them so it was very confusing <laughs> or most of them and so yeah so he was able just to basically just dive all the way to the back intercept point and kill like this lone command i've never seen someone do that before in my life and i was like that's that's incredibly gutsy but it worked out great for him yeah we actually have uh i'm gonna have an interview with him dropping two days after this cast so if today is monday when you're listening to this uh that interview will drop on wednesday so it'll be on the turn zero list format it's gonna be a little bit longer than the standard one because we'll go through some of his games as well as the list um but i will say the interview when i looked at like the top six lists and i saw his list i was like that fits (laughs) <laughs> it's scary it doesn't have any magnus <laughs> it doesn't have magnus but double spiders is like also another good that. way to go <laughs> yeah so that's when we were like kind of pre-gaming because we knew for the top six our matchups the night before i was looking at the other top six and i was like if i'm gonna play a cis list like this is the one i want to play against i feel like i can deal with this my b1s can handle his b2s my b1s can also help there and then the magna cancel out mall i was like i'm in a great spot and then I realized that I couldn't do anything to hide from the spiders. And I was like, oh, no, I'm not in a good spot whatsoever. So that was a uh, he played that one really well. His Kalani play is quite strong. Um, so good. let's kind of just shift into just the overall, like, I guess, surprises that we saw for the meta. Um, I think Scoundrels and Stabcast have kind of covered what showed up. So there's no reason to rehash that. 
But we do have this wonderful data, thanks to Ben from Team Relentless for compiling this together in the spreadsheet. Uh, I will link that in the show notes here if you want to take a look at it as well. Uh, let's start with Preston. Um, what units like didn't show up or did show up that you were most surprised about? Like, Was there anything that you were fully expecting to see that just didn't make an appearance? Or was there something that you were like, oh, I'm not worried about this, and then it showed up? Uh, I mean, I kind of designed my list in a way that I would feel comfortable playing against anything. Uh, my game experience was a bit skewed. Five of my six games were against Empire, and one was against CIS. So I kind of missed out on any opportunity to kind of learn from playing against Gar or Rebels. I saw, looking at the data, there's so much more Dooku than I would have expected to see, and I think that's definitely uh, just the Magnus are so good at keeping him alive. I'm kind of surprised we didn't see a single Rex. I think there is still <laughs> some play with Rex. I think people just kind of shelved them after the nerf. I thought we would get at least one, either yeah. like a Rex ISP or a Rex Wookiee idea. I was shocked there was zero. Yeah, but and on top of like reaction. surprise of like things that didn't show up, I guess there's fewer heavy centric lists than I would have expected, especially after seeing real life tables at a major. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like I should. I feel like we should have seen more double ats or single at double spider, uh, more double atsts. Than, than actually showed up. Yeah, I ended up going with the B2s because I expected to have a little bit of like anti-armor tech, and I definitely leaned way too far onto that side with two B2s and the two RPS Magna. I uh, I, th I thought we would see much more like heavy units than we did. I mean, in well, fairness... Up until now, we have. Yeah. I think that also, but to be fair, I think Magnas and B those Magnas and those B2s are just good at like shooting at yeah. pretty much anything. They are. Too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the impact is like a, a like a cherry on top, so to speak. Yeah. And one thing I was surprised to see was Mike. Mike, not to offend you or anything, but I did not expect the body that you brought to LVO. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, Mike is shredded. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying, you know. <laughs> half, half the time I. Half the time I dip out on like these guys for games, they're like, want to play? And like, I got a lift. <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, uh, I'm just going to, well, I'm going to sit here until you come back. That's what I'm yeah. going to do. So, <laughs> I'm going to lift this glass to my mouth. There it is. I, I appreciate the compliment. <laughs> Love it. Uh, and that's the podcast. Yeah. That's, right. <laughs> that's it. That's it, everybody. Bye bye. No, and to to the point with the you said that you didn't have we didn't see as many heavies one of the other lists that i kicked around for a while is what i'm playing for team league and it's triple magna six b1s kraken and a t-series for 11 activations and it's really good i mean it's still got five snipers it still has perfect order control it's three magna guard yeah. plus kraken <laughs> um it's fucking gross but it yeah. doesn't deal with armor it as is. well because i don't have I'm losing impact for every turn plus whatever crits they throw. And sure. I fully expected to see more like T47s and a couple more AATs. Uh, and I thought we'd see a snail quite honestly, because it's, it's new. There, 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 was, there? Oh, there, there was, was one snails. snail. At least. There, was there was at least one, one, but it didn't do well. Uh, yeah. um, no. So I thought we'd see a couple more than actually showed up. So I decided to shift more into the, the B2s line for it. And unfortunately, 
I think my games go differently with the extra act and the extra magna. And I think I win the game that I had at the end if I'm up on activations. So there's a little, sir. Yeah, hindsight's twenty twenty there, but I definitely teched a little too heavy into the entire. And three magnas is better in melee than two magnas and two B twos for it sure. It is. So that's a better melee hedge. Yeah. So yeah, I get it. But I agree there with the lack of heavies. Um, just I guess since I'm talking, I was surprised we saw every super tack variant. The final mm-hmm. day, we had four super attacks. It was two crack and a Kalani and a generic. I didn't expect that. So I wouldn't def- expect the generic, but okay. What? Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I need to look at that list, actually. That was yeah. uh, that was Bobby Joe's with the 14-point bid. Right. Mm. Right. Yeah. So he's got double Magna, double Spider, a host of B1s, and then the generic super attack because he's like, I only need override one. He still wants the direct, and he got five extra points for the bid. Mm-hmm. I think there's I think there's more play for that than we initially thought. I played against uh, a sire and Gavin base this past week, and he was using the generic super tech. So, yeah, talking I mean, to Bobby I think it's, though, it's I got think, a little bit of everything. Yeah, yeah. he. I think uh, he was talking about after playing all his games, like, yeah, I probably could have gone with Kalani or Kraken. Oh yeah, yeah. I think yeah, you don't need. We had a bit. Me him and uh, Dan Lupo <laughs> had a bit discussion at the end of a uh, day one about it, and um, you know. It worked for him that he had that huge bid all day, but well, it, it did. The nine points of Kalani is probably still just as good. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, for sure, guys. for sure. But I do think like I, the nice thing with the uh, generic is that you get a little bit of everything again. So if you if your army is such that you want a little little flavor from all of them, you can at least do that. I think it's better to specialize, but if you want a little like generic flavor, and there you go, still good, still a good unit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you build your list with Kraken and realize you have to put an HQ uplink in there, and you're like, "Ooh, God, is it worth it?" Right, it does. It hurts a little bit. That's why I have the T series there. T series. Uh, I, <laughs> I went with the T series over a B one with an HQ because I wanted the second copy of Vigilance. Yeah, um, which sure. I thought was a, a choice, and it definitely helped to have double Vigilance with the Magna Retinues. But uh, having to spend the extra ten points for Kraken on top of everything else, you, you do feel it. Uh, Keegan, do you have any? I know you didn't get to get to play, but anything show up from the data or such that you were yeah, surprised I was, about? I was paying attention. I was pleasantly surprised to see Han make it so far. Um, I know he was with Luke, but um, pleasantly, yeah. I, I was a Han player for a long time, uh, and I'm seeing Tim just glare at me. Uh, it, are, are, so are, I love this it. Is, this is like what it must be like to be a prophet, and so and so just to just Here be out go. in the desert, <laughs> Tim, just claiming Tim, Tim, this isn't about the, you. Beware Tim, this, he, Han, this, this is I my know. this is my turn to talk to him. Beware the Han. <laughs> no, Han is I love the new changes to Han. Uh, I played uh I played a, a TTS game with him in a, in the Lando list. I love steady on him. I love the low profile change. He feels where he still is. He's still you know I I I, I don't save any extra on uh uncanny luck <laughs> than I used to. It still is it still is bonus dice. Um and if, if you if I put him in the wrong spot, but I love I I I, I really love seeing him like back in the mix. He's he's an iconic Star Wars character, uh, and for him to kind of just be, it's good to have him thrown in there every so often. Um, uh, yeah, that was. I, I I think you guys covered everything else. Zero Rex kind of took me back. Uh, although I, I when when I think of some of the other kind of post RRG changes in 
we've had, there's usually anything that gets kind of like nerfed usually has an overreaction of disappearing. I'm thinking about like Tons, for instance. Um, Shores wh- for a while. Yeah, Shores. There's there's a uh, um, there's a recovery period. I think where most everyone is trying something else because the the. And to be fair, Rex was. Yeah, it makes sense. Rex was everywhere because he was a known quantity and and, and strong. And so, if if we're going to spend mental energy learning something new, maybe you know, there's a lot of other cool new stuff to to play around with. So, um, yeah, I think that's my. I think that's my big observations. Um, I got to run a little, a couple minutes early, so I will just say for my predictions for Canto Bite and uh, and Cherokee. I think we're going to continue, like I said at the top, I think we're going to continue to see some kind of cool surprises uh, out of out of these like blended but also se- section metas. Uh, people coming in person. Uh, I think we're going to see continued droid strength. <laughs> I don't think there's anything that surprising about the droid power uh, at LVO, but I um, I think we might start to see it in a couple of new ways. Um, uh, as as new new tricks are developed, and I think we're also going to just see rebels just make surprises. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of just neat little crafty tricks, uh, and there's so many different ways to play rebels. I think there's I think they easily have the most variety of what to bring, um, and we're going to see some cool some cool rebel stuff. So for sure. All right, Keegan, thanks for joining us. Absolutely, anytime. Yeah. I will talk to you guys soon. Uh, look forward to, in addition to uh, Mike's interview with uh, Dieter, we've got a whole a whole laundry list of folks who signed up for uh, to talk about their LVL. You sent list. me the Dieter uh, inbox yesterday, and yeah, it's right. massive. Yeah. We've got a, we've got a great lineup. If you uh, you know, I'll throw the pitch out here too. If you if you're not already on that list and you want to talk about your LVO list, uh, reach out to me and, and we'll get you in the queue. I, I have I've got no problem doing three months of LVO recap lists. <laughs> it's a, it's the the biggest event of the year so it, it needs yeah, for I think now it deserves it. So for now well yeah three months will get us out to out to aco lists so there you go all right thank you uh, i guess uh just for my predictions then as well i think we'll see a lot more Aiden at these next two events um if we're seeing more just droid gunline and it's oh, droid gun lines don't have much pierce yeah. uh that sets up really well for empire so i think you'll see oh, yeah. some more like traditional 333 or some Aiden boba ideas you know oh, yeah. um You've got two bounties with Cad. He doesn't even have red saves. Like Boba's got the Boba rocket for the longer range. He can kind of sneak in there and do some similar ideas. So that's my that's my prediction. Is I think we'll see basically the same meta as LVO here, but with more Iden. Yeah, they'll probably stay heavy light, in my opinion. Yeah, that's fair. I if I I might as well pipe in there then for a second. So I think the thing that I've been noticing too. And, and Mike and I were talking about this a little bit the other day is that the nice thing with this whole circuit being back up and running, you know, Legion circuit, quote unquote, being back up and running is, you know, being able to go to all these major events when you're only having one or two events in a whole year, you are more inclined to take something that's a little bit sweatier, a little bit, you know, like, okay, I don't want to screw around. Like I just, I just want to do my best here. win. Yeah, yeah, um, and I, I get, I definitely get that way with LVO, but a lot of these other major events, because there's so many of them, it really gives you a chance to, I guess, in a good way, and I mean this in the best of ways, to water down the meta almost. Like people are able to try things in a competitive setting that you can't always do at home because you, you know, you play the same people over and over again. That's great, but if you really want a true test for your list, you really need to expand beyond your local area. And so it gives you an opportunity to take this list and try it in a competitive format 
where okay yeah it's it's cool it's good maybe it's really good but i wouldn't have known because i had to bring it but because you have more than one or two events you're able to say okay i don't feel bad that i i brought this and didn't do well like that's fine i tried failed lesson learned done yeah exactly yeah got it lesson learned uh <laughs> hey you did good yeah you you're fine you made day two so you're fine um, but that segueing that into my predictions that's a long way long-winded way of saying i think cherokee will be really interesting because i know we have a lot of people coming for it it's going to be really interesting to see what people bring and i actually really think it's going to be really different than lvo i really do um i i second the Aiden thing uh i've been toying around with her more and more because there's just so many good things with her and uh, special forces for empire is so big right now no matter what it is even irg like Aiden irg is not bad like tax striking irg when you don't surge on those dice you'll take two aims sure yeah <laughs> like even if you use it as a melee shot right if, even if you go move move and get the charge cool great now you have two aims like yeah so i i think there's lots of play for Aiden. but yeah as a whole i just excited to see where it goes but i think lvo is probably the tightest sweatiest meta we'll see maybe i don't know if that's i feel like gen con will be pretty sweaty yeah but we've not even i mean technically i think adepticon i think adepticon okay yeah i was gonna say yeah adepticon (laughs) um i think that's fair sorry it's fair but yeah, I've done like that like three one. times this week. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. I yeah, definitely I think you'll see the same same level of salt and sweat at Adepticon that you did for LVO. That's fair. That's fair. I agree with that. I forgot that was happening. <laughs> Preston, so you said you're going to Cherokee. Um, you I mentioned am. that you're yeah. you're bringing some CAD. What are you What are you expecting to see? My man. I still think we're going to see a ton of Empire and a ton of CIS. I think the time difference between LVO and Cherokee and LVO and Cantobite, I don't think a lot of people are going to be changing up what they have already been playtesting. If they are going with the intent to like win or make the top cut. Uh, but I do think if there are people who decide to start changing up their list, they're going to be looking at either higher uh, volumes of dice to deal with large droid hordes, or they'll be shifting to a lot of, ranged pierce to deal with magnas and red saving empire units and that's one of the things that empire can do both of you know you can you can throw into the snipers you can do a sniper in inferno and you can still run your shore stormline and and get that ranged pierce as well as the higher volume pools what if i told you there's this really cool weapon called a flamethrower and it's really really good against droids just throwing it's really really not so good against red saves sometimes <laughs> oftentimes so it just bounces off the arm i've been bouncing around like an answer to double magna double dsds and i think that if someone can effectively pilot it i think cassian k2 triple mandalorians is a solid Ooh. answer to that okay. list yeah, like the three jetpack yeah. rockets and cassian's yeah. crack shot you're just gonna erase the spider droids turn one mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. There's that um, yeah, that range. Yeah. The the Germans, we've played against the Germans for the past couple of seasons in Team League here, both in Hero League and Champion Circle, and one of them always brings Cassian K two Chewy triple, um, triple Mandos, and then there's a Medbot on some of the Rebel Troopers. So, Sounds like same Madden. idea. 
it's it's miserable. Yeah. Uh, Matten has yeah. done it, and uh, I think I played Richard, and Richard did it too. Well, and like I had a list one time where I I was playing an ATST. It was a double heavy list, and I had my ATST killed in a turn in one turn because of Mandel rockets. Just just punked off the board. That's an interesting thought, though. That's a good yeah. impression. I think they've been suppressed by just better better units that Wookiees, rebels have, yeah. but yeah. I don't, I don't think Wookiees do well into Magnas or DSDs. No, and Mandos might. Right, they can hit him from range, and then if they do. If they live, which you know isn't if they still throw eight dice that surge into the B ones, so with jump three you're going to be able to get them, or jump two you'll be able to get them out of cover. Yeah, yeah. B ones hate those range two shots from Mando's. <laughs> yes, they That's do. Right. Even and Wookiees make... hate those range two shots. Yeah, with that jump too, they make great objective squads too. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think they're aren't very they, versatile. Aren't they black black at range two? Or yes, they, black they are. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah. It's disgusting. Uh, um, Mandos are often the bane of my existence, so yeah, I'm all. I definitely believe they will have a presence. Um, I guess that leaves me. Is it just me now? It does. Okay. Um, there aren't really a lot of surprises. I guess just that like there weren't more or any A fives for the most part. There might have been one or two. I can't remember. Um, and yeah. I'm, I was a little surprised to not see that. I am thrilled to see all of all of these force users. There are so many force users in these lists. There's so much Maul, so much Vader, Dooku, Luke, Palp, everyone, uh, Anakin. Like this is this is awesome. Like this is Star Wars. Like it start like this meta looks like you know it looks like Star Wars. It's really cool. Like uh, there's a lot of Magnus. Um, that's something that like. Um, doesn't surprise me because they're really good uh there's a lot of wookies but like seeing like going through all these archetypes and just looking and you see four shooters like like three four shooters in a row four it's like there's vader vader's in like so many of these lists two, so great two-thirds of the lists had yeah lightsabers and there's only yeah. five buses i just counted there's only yeah i i knew there had to have been some i just can't remember none of them did really well so mm-hmm. that's a that that's not surprising i guess but i was a little surprised we didn't see more heavies but seeing all the force users like makes me smile because it's star wars and that's what we want to see we want to see the jedis and the sith and stuff like that yeah that's what makes it thematic right yeah. it's also something that draws people into like want to buy the game like you yeah. walk by a table and you see darth yeah. vader in the middle of uh some, yeah. some rebels you're yeah. like how do i buy it where yeah. do i I've got a buddy who is looking for a list for skirmish and he's like, what should I run? And I was like, run Grievous Magna because it's eye catching. They're trying to like restart at the store and they're doing a skirmish yeah. event. I was like, it's mm-hmm. eye catching. It's iconic. It's Grievous flanked by dudes that you see in the movies. And when that 19 year old kid walks past, like he grew up with revenge of the Sith. Like mm-hmm. he's going to remember that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. 25 year old me only plays prequel factions. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, I have all four. I've actually, I'm going to self-brag for a second. I've now made top four at a major with every single faction. This there is my go. final one. That's worth a I needed it. I needed it with CIS. There you go. Oh, yeah, you ran Rexstar at ACR. I forgot. I did. <laughs> I'm that guy, yeah. Wow. I'm honored to podcast with you. Oh, thanks, sir. man. Thanks, Every man. other week. Every other week. Well, <laughs> me and Mike and usually Keegan and whatever, whatever, uh, other misfits we get to join us <laughs> <laughs> order rolls in down the the legion Whatever. sphere title this episode 
Legion 99 with Mike Cirillo and those who are not worthy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I just call it Biggie Smalls. Shout there out you go. It might actually be it. Uh, you guys have any? You guys have any final thoughts before we wrap this up? I do want to keep it under the two-hour mark. I'll just yeah. share my doubles team name. So Hell yeah. Me and Matt Bronson, Zeus Juice, ran the most degenerate Anakin, Padme, Yoda, Saber Tank list. Oh, oh okay. wait. Okay, I, I need to hear this. What went into that table between those two lists? What? What? Wait. Like, what, what's what are both of those lists put together? Uh, okay, so. My 600 points was Anakin, Overwatch Anakin with Saber Throw, Into uh, the Fray, Tenacity, R2-D2, uh, three phase ones, two of them had portable scanner, and then your classic Saber Tank with like the TLT, LTA, and armor piercing shells. Uh, Matt ran Yoda with the Fixins, uh, Vigilance Padme, three phase, two, phase ones, two of them had Z6, one had RPS, a naked phase one and that was it that's disgusting it was degenerate as hell that's so, my, that's so gross my heart wouldn't be able to see that across the cave i was like no i'm done did that's you guys go 2-0 uh no we we lost a tight game against griffin and his opponent which had two super tacks which is a rant that i don't even want to get into <laughs> oh what oh was that there was like people asking can you have two super tacks yes yeah I it's, like it. It's fine. No, it's when you get preservation protocols or <laughs> <laughs> that's almost yeah. that's almost as if not. We more didn't know degenerate. round one. We did not. We thought you could not essentially order other units on the other team, but mm-hmm. you can. And we didn't know that round one. And then round <laughs> one, our Dooku plays tax strike, and we're like, okay. And then he's like, yeah, Kraken's gonna tax strike. It's like what? So Kraken got to tax strike twice. I'm like, this is horseshit. <laughs> Yeah, when Anakin is like kind of charged up and you can play Luminous Beings, you have infinite oh. fire support options and you can stand by three times. <laughs> and you have yeah, the Saber yeah. Tank too. Yeah, yeah. Jesus so Christ. degenerate. We tabled our first opponent. I can see Come why. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, and our gonna... name was our name was the Grand Jar Army of the Republic. The Grand Jar. Oh I, like it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Playing off of our Jar Jar Sphinx YBTL name. They needed the Bomba Shields. <laughs> it's the only thing that's going to stop you. <laughs> uh, oh, that's fantastic. I had a great time at Alvia, though. All right. Yeah, if anyone has made it to the end of our, our two hour spectacular here, uh, thank you very much for sticking around. Um, please feel free to reach out to me and Keegan uh, if you guys want to come on for Turn Zero Lists or Nick as well. Uh, if you guys have any prize support you would like to donate for ACO, please reach out to Nick. Uh, it's six months away, but we can always start that that drive early. We please have our check. channel up in the Legion Discord. We do. Go Nick visit. begged LJ for a weekend. I did not <laughs> beg him. <laughs> I asked him once, and I you got can, it. You can find Close Tim enough. on the Stabcast, where some podcasts are found. <laughs> and you can find Preston. Uh, he's on Legion Discord as Zodiac. Uh, he's running the Ladder League, so if you have any questions, uh, I'm going to throw it out there and say please reach out to Preston about that. <laughs> And um, good luck with the rest of Team League. I think we had the opportunity to run into each other in the top cut, right, for Jar Jar Sphinx? Uh, Yeah, we're in champion circle right now, and we are... uh, I think we're going to find out today if we beat Lagool or not. We are currently 1-2 against them. Okay. Uh, Karma 5 and our newest teammate, Juby, are playing their games today. Good luck. We, uh, We beat... 
Oh, the bits with Drew. Uh, we just beat fifty-two eighty-three one, and I've got my game at the end of recording tonight. So we'll see how that finishes out. And then we've got the Legion Academy team. But with the bits dropping, we're in this weird like triple. Everyone is one and zero at the start with a five zero. So there's like zero margin for error, and it's kind of dumb. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I heard that. I heard their team got pretty uh, gutted with some yeah. people just not playing anymore. Uh, between that and then just some in real life issues, they weren't able to uh, keep to the timelines, and we don't want a six month league again. No, we do not. Please, please God, no. All right, guys, have a wonderful day, and okay. we'll talk to you all later. Goodbye, everyone. Later.